Mesa presents the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Well, hello again. I have a tweet for you. I, and we're I tweet, don't. We're going to start the show with this. I'm done. You actually miss 0% of the shots you don't take. That's how percentages work. Wayne Gretzky is a huge dumbass. <laughs> Wait, what? So you've heard the quote, you yes, miss 100% no, of the I shots you don't Who the hell said that? You actually miss 0% of the shots you don't take. That's how percentages work. Wayne Gretzky is a huge dumbass. It's from, uh, he calls himself Mil- Miller Lowlife. Uh, it was oh. 3-0. At it was three zero. I don't know. I've never heard of his Twitter account before, but that's really funny. <laughs> I saw another one. I think it was Bobby Cappuccino. He was talking about uh, you know that amazing shift Matthews had against the Blues, where he just had the puck on a string for like a solid fifteen seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he actually generated zero courses on that play, so it was actually bad. <laughs> oh, I just love it. I just like, yay! You gotta laugh or you're gonna cry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they've lost a bunch. Well, I mean, and, and also, I mean, Steve, if we're talking about you here, you're close to tears. Yeah. I talked to Steve last night, Jesse, and uh, Steve is Steve is sad. Before so, we get into the Leafs, this is pre-Leaf game. Steve is sad, Jesse. Uh-huh. Jesse, Jesse. Look how much he cares. Jesse exhaled a little bit there as though he's like, this is probably not going to be worth me listening to this. Yeah, he's, tell me something new. <laughs> he gave me a look that very much said, this guy. <laughs> it's not about... The fact that they broke his phone. It's not about that that was the price that they agreed upon. This time it was about his microphone. Hmm. Steve's been testing out a new microphone. We think it'll sound better for him on TV. We've both been on him about it a little bit. Like, hey, get it, give, this, give this a shot. So Steve, Jesse, uh-huh. is upset. Because the okay. microphone, I told him, sounded like AM radio in the 1980s. Oh, the story starts now, starts so much. So much. Uh, before that, okay. It starts before. Does that. it start before that? Because because what I would like to like to say is that um, you know I was a little surprised at how upset Steve got after going to Henry's twice to get new mic equipment. Well, because we haven't talked about when I went to Henry's the first time. All right. Oh, this is good. So the first time I went to Henry's, which is a uh, it's already such a long story. Camera, camera, and audio <laughs> store. Oh, Jesus. Wow, Jesse. Go ahead. Entertain me. <laughs> what are you going to be like as a dad? Like, your kids are like, okay, dad, I'm going to give this speech up to my grade one class tomorrow. First line, no, grammar sucks. <laughs> Try again. They let you graduate kindergarten? <laughs> I have no son! If my kid doesn't breathe properly, I'm going to be disappointed. Well, so, well, I mean, future children, get it right if you're listening to this. Daddy, what? I do the social media for Tim and Sid! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge success! What have you ever done? <laughs> I am Jesse Blake! What's it gonna take for me to get my name in the friggin' intro? <laughs> I am resentful of that and I am taking it out of my own child! It would actually take us just buying a new intro. We have to get one produced. You know what? We'll be using the same one for five years. I also (laughs) just found out today, someone tweeted it at me. So my Twitter background is this nice photo of me and Adam, and we're engaged in a hockey fight, and you're the referee between us. And I discovered that when you click on my page, my new profile picture just goes right over your head. (laughs) No, but (laughs) I I saw that, but it's only on like their browser kind of, or whatever Uh, app. I think they're on an iPad, (laughs) so it's not for most people, but... So what you're saying is... That was a funny picture. It was a Sens fan too, so like... 
smelly uh, their opinion's gonna move soon. Anyways, <laughs> my kids won't complain when a little microphone doesn't work. I know that. Oh, that's good. So anyway, you went to <laughs> Steve. I'm on the phone with Steve. Yes. And he's no, on his way to no, so no, before that. No, oh, oh, before that. Yeah, long no, no, I'm talking about like, the first time you're on your way to Henry's because oh, okay. I was on the phone with you then too. Oh, I, oh. remember? <laughs> I forgot it's been a long because you 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 went to Henry's and I was like, hey, what? You, so you're getting a microphone? You're like, yeah, a microphone. And didn't you forget something? Uh oh my god, yeah, I forgot it was even before that. So I'm on my way to the store, and I'm there. I'm almost there, and I realize I forgot my computer. While I'm on the phone with Adam, and so I'm like, turn around. You need your computer if you're gonna hook up a mic to your computer. Yeah, just you didn't to need your computer. Just to test everything out. It's ironically, or, I didn't end up using it once I got there. You could just them what maybe, kind of computer. Yeah, you had. but they no, also have to show you how it works. So I wanted how it, it demonstrated, yeah. and I wanted to figure it so out. It's so it's important. It's important. Listen, Jesse. We're no, it's practi- not. You're not practical learners. Both you're of not us. Practical learners. Me. If, if, if you're gonna stop me every time I <laughs> I say something that seems stupid to you. This story is going to take a very long time. It's already at that point. I'm just not a very smart person. Anyway, okay. So then I go back and I impulse bought $700 worth of equipment. Okay. I bought Fair. a tripod. I don't have a tripod. How ridiculous is it that I have a YouTube channel like for a living and yeah, I don't have a Yeah, you just had a bunch of textbooks from university. I have my desk, a shoebox, a Canadian dictionary, a George Carlin book, and a pack of hockey cards that goes underneath the camera lens so that it doesn't tip. You've that is my that setup. For 10 years. Yeah. They're 11 now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. So that's what it, Adam was looking at me like I'm diseased. Like <laughs> yeah, he can't believe what he just heard. Okay. So you bought $700 worth of stuff. Uh, I got a ring light. Mm-hmm. Like one of those lights. So you you put the light on the tripod and then you put the camera in on the mount in the light. So the camera is in the middle of this ring yeah. light and you can turn on four different quadrants. Steve's lighting before that was a Pixar lamp. Oh, it still is. So. Because oh. I tried the microphone. Hated it. Tried the light. Thought I looked stupid. So I took almost all of it back. I kept the tripod. I need a tripod. I took the light back. The light was $250. So I was more yes. than happy to take it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and I took the microphone back because it sucked and I was frustrated. So. But t- you didn't talk about your trip. Oh. So. While we're packing up. Your seven hundred dollars. My seven hundred dollar purchase. He was showing you how to work it yeah. because you brought your laptop. The guy at the store was taking apart everything. After and he built it all up. After, after he, he built it, it all okay. up, and I decided, well, I'll help him. So I bent down, and I heard a sound that basically went. <laughs> oh, this! My pants split, crotch to knee. Wow. If you think that is not hammed up at all, look at it on Wow. (laughs) That's like a foot, right? Wow. I Adam, can you describe it for people who are listening? What I would say is that okay, so so look at the if you're wearing jeans or pants right now, you look at your fly, okay? Halfway up your fly to your knee, ripped. Imagine right along the seam. At the front. Right where where the fun bits are. are I am so thankful that I chose to wear tight underwear that day. (laughs) I wear boxer briefs. And uh, I didn't know there was another choice, by the way. 
Well, some people just like free flowing. You wear like SpongeBob underwear. Boxers. <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob, SpongeBob underwear. Those ones when you're like 12 and you wear like Family Guy <laughs> boxers. <laughs> you know? I imagine Steve still wears. Well, them. if you're gonna get it, it has to be Patrick underwear. It can't yeah. be SpongeBob. Some days you want to breathe, and other days you need a little support. I mean, anyway, you got your Axe body T-shirts. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> also and your dippity doo hair gel, my frosted <laughs> tips, man, and my Carl Kanai jeans. Anyway, Listen. so Steve Steve's been to Henry's all of two times, okay. and is depressed because he can't seem to figure out why the microphone doesn't work. And I talked to him like, "Well, did they did they hook you up with a compressor?" And he's like, "I don't even know what a compressor well, no, is." So I went back and got another microphone, mm-hmm. uploaded a test. A bunch of people were like, "Hey, I like it." Others yeah. were like, "No, I don't like it as much." And Adam just goes, "Oh, that sounds like shit." It did. After I I've dedicated like six or seven hours just to trying to get the mic at the right level over the past two days. Yeah. And finally I just with that comment was like, Welp, wipe your ass with the last two days, Steven. Cause you got nothing. Nothing accomplished. Here's what you're That's, you're up. No. You're up a tripod and you're I know what down you're a pair of pants. I know what Jesse's thinking right now. I know where you're going with this. Uh, what? Where are you going? Exactly where I went where with this. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm going back to Henry's tomorrow to return that mic. Jesse, what would you say? Six or seven hours. Oh wow. Two trips to Henry's. I uh, you accomplished nothing sure. by trying things and seeing what works. That's complete bullshit. He should go back Never to his hockey cards. Go back to the hockey card yeah, tripod. Yeah. <laughs> All I know, like, what? Well, that's what I did for today's video. That's what I did. <laughs> what I love about this, and 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 here's here's what I understand it as. You're upset because you couldn't figure this out. I'm upset because I couldn't figure out, and, 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 and I'm upset that there's anything to figure out. My the the microphone in my camera, which granted is shit. I know that it follows my voice because sometimes I start down here and then I'm talking about Babcock's decisions and all that stuff and it follows me the whole time it doesn't peak mm-hmm. it doesn't do any of these things that these expensive microphones $300 road uh, microphone I was using yesterday and it, and like half the time I'm all the way down here and then I'm talking into a Fisher Price for that what and the lack of compressor is part of it. And sure. I don't know what that is. And processing. And I had to just be like, you went to school for radio and TV broadcasting and you have no idea how to do anything. Well, and that's the, that's the thing is that that's here's here's what here's what I tried to tell him. Yeah. And which is it's okay to ask for help. And so, so the way I would look I at it, Steve, to. is if I broke my arm, I'm not going to try to repair my arm. Why not, Adam? Because what I'm, if you spent six hours trying to repair it and well, nothing works? I guess it's broken forever. <laughs> Fuck. Why is that I'm it? <laughs> no, I go to a doctor because at that point I recognize out of my depth on this one. Yeah. I'm going to go see what the doctor tells me to do. Mm. Oh, he wants me to cast for six to eight weeks. Cool. All right. That's what I'll do. And I'll walk around with my cast that the doctor gave me. And You're describing a very it a guy well, scenario. That's happened to every guy. Every person, I think, I has know. had some kind of injury that they're like, ah, ah. It's fine. Ah, it's just a sprain. Ah. And then That's after how you end up with arthritis. or two or a month or six months, you go, maybe problems. it's not a sprain. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I screwed myself up pretty bad. And then you go to the doctor. Right. And then you tell the doctor and they go, yeah, you're an idiot. So I guess I'm at the part where I get called an idiot. Well, so let's have it. All I've said, <laughs> all I said it. to Steve was, it need not shatter your confidence that you couldn't figure this out because this is not what you do. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the conversation we were having last week about let people like farm out the stuff that you don't that you don't do well. 
Focus on what you do. Yeah, the, the main part there is I don't get why this is the end of the world. <laughs> why is Me the neither. sky falling because you couldn't you have to take two trips to Henry's to find a microphone? I wanted I just wanted I thought I <laughs> walked in there. And I would buy a thing, and it would work magically right away. <laughs> See, and everyone would be like, "Look at you, Stephen. We're so proud of you. Good job. See, good job." My good friend Adam Wilde taught me a thing or two about expectations. And if you walk into what Henry's, what is Adam saying? <laughs> hey, how many Werther's originals hey. in are you through in this conversation? When you're when you sit when you walk into your Did aunt's house, he give house, you a commemorative doily. <laughs> when you walk into your aunt's house and she offers you food, you're Jake. gonna eat that food. Oh, because I'm not I'm not saying you shouldn't. Because your auntie knows best. Auntie does know best. Auntie knows. So best. let me be an auntie. And and that auntie taught me about expectations. And you expecting to go into Henry's and walk out and magically you have one million subscribers because you got this new microphone because it sounds great. That's what I expected. <laughs> that's, that's an unreasonable expectation. Well, I didn't know that. I thought this equipment's expensive. Therefore, it probably comes out and like I half expected to open the box and it goes, greetings. And like it, it says Steve hello. Steve Dangle. Yeah. I, and I, it makes you a coffee. And then it starts going la 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 like, oh. All good microphones do when you take them out of the box. And then, yeah, you're right. Then I would have a million subscribers, and I'd be rich, and I'd never talk to either of you ever again. I know nothing about microphones, and yet I expect to figure this out in six hours. Yeah. Dude, Needless we have, at, at the fan here, we have four engineers who just built this this year. We're all busy, and I don't want to bug them. 30 studios. They built 30 radio studios, and it took them 18 months. And these are professionals. This is not easy, man. It's not easy to do. And you should, I was talking to one of them today, and they're like, why the hell didn't you just ask me? Oh. <laughs> his name's Cam. I'm going to hook you up with his email. He's great. Uh, did you try the lapel mic I gave you? Yeah, it wasn't great. It's, no. it's an option. I, I used it for um, my TV hit last week. I have to make mm. another one tomorrow, so I might do that again. Unless you need it back. Mm. But Anyway, it's, I mean, views. A, plugging a mic into a DSLR isn't exactly... Ideal, anyway. Like I don't know. I feel mm. Like DSL. I don't know. In the very little that I learned from a few YouTube tutorials that I watched yesterday, um, it sounds like they're not the greatest devices. Let me go talk to other YouTubers and see what's up. Casey Neistat. Should be good enough for me. And just like most YouTubers, I've never heard that name before. <laughs> he's like one of the most no, popular ones. Yeah, of course. They're very big, he's Again. a very big YouTuber. Yeah, but yeah. that's a that's a very South Park thing. Yeah. I asked my kids who their favorite celebrity was. They said PewDiePie. I looked him up. He had 35 million subscribers. I've yeah. never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's the crazy. best part. Um, now, now that we got that out of the way, and that you see that you were being my friend, and not because I want to insult you, but because I want to bring you back off the cliff a little bit in here and say you're being a bit irrational. Oh, I'm going to get you some help. To insult him. No, okay. So, like, <laughs> All right. I can't yourself. speak for myself. <laughs> I can only speak for myself, that is. Just between forgetting the laptop. And then buying all the wrong equipment for no good reason, and then splitting my pants, and then having my friend be like, "That sounds like shit." All I could think was. <laughs> yeah, um, that's Awful. all. Uh, Mrs. Dangle texted me and said, "Thanks, you just ruined my night." <laughs> so, and then the Leafs lost. And then the Leafs lost. Okay, bad first, good second, good nineteen minutes of the third, and then overtime bad. Right? Roughly. Yeah, I feel like. 
too often during a Leafs game. Uh, what annoys me, so this this is a, I'm going to go very hashtag watch the games here. Okay. I'll see people. I've seen you, no, I'm noticing you're doing that a lot more lately. Hashtag watch the games? Yeah. It means like, a lot to Steve. To watch, watch the games? Watching the games. Yeah? Yeah. Where are you going with this? Journey? I just feel like you're passionate about watching the I'm games. very passionate mm-hmm. do, about watching Do these the players pass your eye test, sir? <laughs> Here's the thing. Oh, I'm not. I'm not criticizing the players with my eye test. My eye test. A lot of people on Twitter are not passing. Oh, that's right. They're not passing your word eye test. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Smooth. Until further off the tongue. For sure. Um, these these people are on Twitter and and they're live tweeting the game with me. Mm-hmm. So like, I know they're watching as well. And they'll be like, Leafs are getting completely caved in and outplayed at home right now. And I'm like, okay, they just had one bad shift after having eight or nine passable to good ones in a row. And I I have the distinct feeling they're just looking at the totals for the game. And yeah, if you take... The first period was crap. Yeah, for sure. And the Leafs' first periods are often crap, which is a huge problem, and I think we can mutually agree that it needs to be fixed. But so often I'll just see... Leafs are getting outplayed really badly right now. And I'm like, not not currently. Not at the moment. At the moment, they're doing much better. Mm-hmm. So what are you talking about? And I saw a lot of that uh, during the second kind of early third of this game. And I was very baffled by it's it. It's a pretty, when you think about it, it, I mean, and I've tweeted it myself, but I think it's a pretty easy thing to say. You know, they're getting outplayed right now. Like, well, specifically, I know, but when you, when you I, I feel like sometimes it's like, okay, we got to go beyond that. How? Why? What? When? What's the time frame? Also, because if you're live tweeting during a game, if you're live tweeting during a game, you can, from a first to a second period, that can change drastically, right? As we know. Of course. So, you know, it's got to be like, right now, is it right now, or is it this period, or what is it? Like, time signature that a little bit more, maybe? Well, and who's playing poorly? Don't say the whole team. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't the whole team. The Matthews line, I'm trying to remember a shift they had in their own zone. Like they were fantastic. Matthews was very good. He was very good. Is he good? He's he's a good player. Okay, he's a pretty good player. He's a good man too. And uh, you know, Maddie looked like Maddie, so that was good. (laughs) Uh, I have a question. Yes, who are these people that are tweeting these things? Are they fans you're following, or are they actual hockey journalists that are tweeting? No, uh, mostly bloggers. Mm. Mostly bloggers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I mean, that's fine. I am also that. so. These are people you respect their opinion, and yet you think they're yeah. not seeing the game properly. Well, if I didn't respect their opinion, I wouldn't mention it because it wouldn't mean anything to me. Okay. But these are people where I'm like, you. Yeah. I feel like you know better. Right. So either I'm missing something, or you are. No, that's interesting. And that's yeah, it's, I've. i That's. And again, my confidence was at a very low point. <laughs> Last night, so I'm like, maybe it's me. You maybe they are getting after a grueling six hours yeah. trying to figure out my audio equipment. <laughs> yeah, my confidence in general is shite. Has it been that way since '88? Since I started Catholic school, Jesse. I, I think Adam hit the nail on the head when he pointed that out. Um, I don't know. No, it was just very confusing to me because yeah. I know, I know they watch the games. I know that. So it was just weird to see that. There was a time to tweet that in the game where it would have been relevant and correct. 
one minute in when it, the shots were five nothing. Bad. Like I, I, I watched. Freddie made like two amazing saves. I want to say at the yeah. end of the first shift, and I was like, "This is gonna be a long night." Yep, I can see it. I can see it. And then, sure enough, the Leafs brought it back, brought it back. And then it's like the end of the second. Oh, the Leafs look terrible. I'm like, "What? The, what are you talking about?" Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I'm concerned by the same old crap. Like, and I, this has got to be getting old to some of the Leafs fans listening. I can only imagine. If you're a non-Leaf fan, how do you feel? Uh, oh, friggin' hi, Leia. <laughs> from Pittsburgh all the time. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You know, there are fans of other... I know! You have back-to-back cups, just be happy, for the love of God. Um, But, uh, yeah, Leo Komarov led all forwards a nice time again. Again. Um, Polak's out there. He's not part of the rotation. I think the lines... The, the pairings at practice today were Dermot Polak again. So the rotation is already dead. And by the way, I, I, saw, I saw a tweet today that said, um, Dermot, and then Brackett, who had a 37 Corsi and 11 minutes played in the last game, p- paired with, a closed bracket, paired with Polak, as in Dermot played like crap. And he might have. but uh, He had one giveaway, I remember. Um, but I just thought it was like, wow. I don't remember who the Blues hard. player was. Dermot went for a saucer pass, and the Blues player batted it right out of the air. So that was impressive, but, I mean, maybe it was a bit of an errant pass. But that's another one. Like, I, I can't imagine how you would watch that game and be like, Dermot, stunk. Wow. Numbers, right? You got to go by the numbers. That, it is just one game, though. That Marlo kadri Komarov line is not working. It's not working. It, you know what? It's never looked, working. that's never looked that strong, has it? Like the Mar, the, no. the the best Patrick Marlowe I think has looked all year is when he played center. Yeah, like that to me mm. is, and I know they don't want to do that. I know they don't want to tire him Why? out. But, well, Sorry. because it's the sports science stuff, you know, which they're investing heavily in, and which, from what I understand, is a lot of the reason why Austin Matthews gets the same amount of ice time or less than Leo Komarov because come playoff time it'll flip. Mm. I don't buy that. You don't buy that? No. We'll see. Yeah, we'll like, see. We don't really. We don't know. Man. There's a lot. One of, of you will be right <laughs> come yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. So but we'll Chris Johnston has yeah. alluded to that, has he not? He has, but like his theory today, you know what? His theory today made a lot of sense. On your video. On my video. Which my LFR. Cool. I don't know why I never see, came Steve's, up with this idea. Steve's before. expanding his channel. You see? Mm. You Whoa. see? Did, uh, did Chris do that via FaceTime or just send you a video? He just uh, sent me a video. Oh, okay. MOV, so it didn't work, so I had to convert it. Thanks, Chris! No, uh, he did it in an airport. Oh, he, wait, there's more to it. So he actually, he recorded that in an airport. I asked for only 15 to 20 seconds. It was, like, pretty much a full minute. And That's because that's how CJ is. He's just, he's just that great. Yeah, and he's like... Where was he going? Why was he... Uh, Philadelphia. Because I think the Leafs play the Flyers tomorrow, I think. The Cracked Bell Town. Yeah, the yeah. city of brotherly cracked bells. No, yes. the city of crack bells. <laughs> the city of what are you nuts? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Brotherly love, baby. Um, so he said, "Okay, I sent it. Sorry if it's too long or crappy. There were people staring at me in the airport. I won't be offended if you cut it. About to board my flight. Wee!" <laughs> and then I, uh, I said, "No, no, 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 no. I don't want to tell that part. Here it is." <laughs> So I sit down beside a guy on the plane, and he's like, geez, it sounded like you were talking someone off the ledge back there, <laughs> which is exactly what I asked Chris to do. So very good job. What CJ. did he say? So what he said was, uh, look, Steve, calm down. There is a method to Babcock's madness. Look, the Leafs have an 11-point cushion on the playoffs. By the way, it's 11 now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the hilarious thing about the pity point. I swear we were talking about the Leafs' cushion 
being like eight or nine points. They haven't won a game since we had that discussion, and their lead has grown. <laughs> Pity point. So uh, he was talking about that, and he's like, look, uh, the 0-9-10 the Capitals scored almost four goals a game, and they got knocked out first round. Leafs played the Capitals admirably, a lot of people would agree, during the playoffs, but in Game 1, they coughed up a 2 nothing lead, mm-hmm. and in Game 6, they had a third-period lead, coughed that up, lose the series. God, it annoys me so much to think that the Leafs could have actually beaten the Caps. But, okay, so do you want to emulate the 0 uh, nine ten Caps? Do we want the Leafs to be a regular season juggernaut? That falls apart in the playoffs. You mean the always caps? The always caps, <laughs> except for this year, probably because probably. the universe is stupid. no pressure on them again. Yeah, none, none until they win the division, and we're like, "This is your year." <laughs> and they go, "What did you do?" And they just fall apart. Uh, if they're if they're uh, winter classic or whatever it is, jersey design is any indication they're ready to crack. So, so do you think about what CJ said and realize that you've been kind of irrational? Well, they're okay, yada, yada, yada. There's a method to their madness in that Babcock knows they have a cushion, knows they have over 30 games to figure this out before the playoffs start, to be like, look, idiots, here's how you play defense. Do this, do this, do this. And of course they don't look that good because you're taking away from a strength to address a weakness. So now you're just kind of mediocre. Now you're just this weird in-the-middle team, which is exactly how the Leafs look. Mm-hmm. They're in most games, and they win some, and they lose some, and sometimes it goes to overtime, and they're almost bang on five hundred in that regard. Like they're just Joe average. What are they? They're and eight and three in the skid. Skid. Yeah, something like that. You, no you know, regulation wins <laughs> since December twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No regulation wins since December twenty eighth. That that's painful. And no Oof. goals from Cadre since November. That streak continues. Except for that one off his foot. Right. No no goals off of Kadri's stick since November. <laughs> That's right. That's Which right. I think one goal matters. Yeah, it does. It does. I wonder if you I don't know. Anyway. So that made me feel a little bit better. So that is the method to Babcock's madness, let's say. And there's logic to that, and I like it. But then when you say, well, the sports science, I'm like, okay, can it be both? Can it be? Because like I like I need a conspiracy theory to subscribe to, and I feel like conspiracy theories don't mend well together. You, you know what I mean? It's either he's trying to teach them defense or it's sports science. Maybe it can be. Why, why would it you not think be it's both? both? Why could it not be? I guess it could Cause, be. Because here's the thing. Okay, so you're you're trying to teach them defense. I want to desperately believe it's at least one of them. Oh, for sure. Listen, this is okay. Here's the the one thing that I know. Is that Mike Babcock is way smarter than I am. So Mike Babcock. And he's smarter than this. He has to be. Sure. Has to be. Do you think Mike Babcock doesn't know what he has? And that it is frustrating. I I listen, I to everybody feeling like, what the hell is Leo Komarov doing? 20 minutes, 24 minutes, whatever. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I have to believe, based on the history that this man has as a coach. That there one. is a process afoot. And as Lou Lamorello continues to say, the one thing that Lou Lamorello concretely says in every interview, because nothing else he says actually means anything, and I don't mean that as an, a, a slam on him, it's actually brilliant. Listen, Adam, he's not going to put a hit on you. That's right, no, but I mean, like, read any, like, read Maybe. Jonas Siegel's latest interview with Lou Lamorello. 
right? Like it's just Jonas does his absolute best and Lou just gives him the Lou. How many words of nothing was it? It was a lot of words of nothing. And it's, you know, and that's the thing is that it doesn't matter who you sit Lou Lamorello in front of. He's not going to tell you anything. But what he will say is it's a five-year plan that's changing every day. Five-year plan to me means development. And you can't just... Okay, these guys are... <laughs> oh! <laughs> Jesse just put his finger in Steve's mouth. Because Steve disgusting. was upset and had his mouth open. Why did you have your mouth open? <laughs> you're right. What, shame on me. What was I thinking? How are you why not defending you, yourself? Why would you leave right? your mouth open like that? I don't know. Ready for attack? Did I just cheat? Is, is that you how that just works? cheated, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna call my wife right now and apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think there has to be something to this. There has to be, and I feel like part of it is they know how they can play, yeah. but we got to be responsible. And I, I thought you brought up a really good point in your in your um, in your video. Thank you. And it made me think of something. <laughs> Jesse's eyes almost just came out of his head there <laughs> with that aggressive reaction. You know it, James Van Riemsdyk. All anybody's talking about is James Van Riemsdyk and the amount of goals he has. But you made a really good point wherein he, you say he does one thing. And and nothing else. And I don't think I'm being unreasonable. When have you seen that. a shot off the uh, off the rush? When have you seen a good defensive play? When have you seen somebody tied up? There was a play uh, last night. I don't remember if it was Bozak or Marner who fed him off the rush. Uh, but I was like, he's passing this. Uh, he's passing this. Because his other option is to shoot it. And he doesn't do that anymore. Like one day... He used to shoot. Yeah, JVR just decided, I don't do that. Shooting's not a thing I do anymore. I do backhands from five feet out. I do tap-ins from five feet out. And I do deflections. Yeah. And that's what I do. And I do it really well. And I'll never take that away from him. But he does nothing else. He doesn't lay hits. I don't really see him do anything dynamically defensively in his own end or in the neutral zone. I don't see him bombing a slap shot. I don't see him taking snapshots, wrist shots from like the high slot or something like that. When he doesn't have the puck, I don't see him near another player. What is, what is it you say you do here? Bingo. And so for me... You want six times six because you do one thing really good? He'll get it. He'll get it. I kind of hope it's not here. I don't. I, I, I don't think it will be. Him. I don't think it will be. And I. I, I listen. Know. He might. He might be a hero come playoff time, and I might eat these words. But I got to be honest with you. I feel like twenty goals from JVR might be worth fifteen goals from a player who does more than what JVR breaks. Well, he's almost at twenty goals right now. That, but I. But that's what I'm saying, oh. Brooksy. Is that um, if you got. Say it's say at this point in the season you got a guy that's got twelve or thirteen goals, thirteen goals, but can tie up a guy into the defensive zone. Doesn't leave you exposed every time you put him out. You don't have to shelter with offensive zone starts. A Connor Brown type guy. I don't know. Oh, you know, I I feel like there are players who can put up similar numbers. I'm not saying that you got a guy in the Marley system because everybody's thing is, well, they don't have anyone in the Marlies who can do this exact thing at this exact moment, so therefore, they have to hang on to him. I don't believe that. I think- I, I've never believed that. I think that if, okay, if JVR scores 30 goals this year, that's amazing, and if you lose 30 goals, that sucks. However, it's gonna be don't, hard to replace. do not tell me you can't do that by committee, and don't tell me that you can't clean up, clean up, clean up some of the stuff that he doesn't do. Well, yeah. So I don't think Which it's that goals. you're just trying to replace the the goals he allows. 
you're, or sorry, scores, you're trying to, uh, you, you might be able to alleviate some of the goals he allows. Bingo. Um, well, remember, J.B.R. Bozak Kessel scored a billion goals, always had more goals scored against. From the second, when he was traded to the least for Luke Shen, Flyers fans were like, he is a world destroyer when he wants to be. We saw that seven points in seven games against the Bruins. Yeah, he's great. And he was decent in the Cap series too. Like I think he scored the first goal of that series. He's a a great player when he wants to be, but boy, he's been super ho hum recently. Um, I would like to see Marner taken off that line, uh, and I don't care if it's a fourth line demotion again, uh, because he's doing that ridiculous spinning the wheels, just trying shit for the sake of trying shit again. Oh, ridiculous! Oh, I'm gonna put it through my legs and behind the bat to who, Mitch? A pass involves a receiver. He's just trying stuff. Would Here's that tell you that he doesn't trust his line mates? No, it no. I would love to subscribe to that theory. It makes some sense, Adam, but we've seen Marner do this. Uh, when he gets desperate, he just tries crap. But who is he playing with? And why is he JBR desperate in the first place? So he's never not played with them. Yeah, I don't I don't like him being with that line anymore. So if Babcock's idea is development, I have a few questions. One, leave Polak out of it. Yeah. You think he can kill penalties. I don't know. I'm going to bring Polak into it. You're trying to develop the team and you're trying to teach him something. <clears throat> you're having this dude <clears throat> kill all the penalties. And Ron Hainsey. Like, okay, one guy I get, like a safety net. Ron Hainsey's been worth every dollar because I think he teaches. Polak? Is Polak teaching much? I don't know. Like, why not have a younger guy kill penalties and you can teach them? Uh, when it comes to Komarov, if it's about teaching team defense, why are you having one of the senior most guys among your forwards playing the most minutes? If that's the case. And if it is about development, I'm going back to Marner now. Hyman, I, th- I think, has played well. Matthews looks like his normal self again. Nylander's been fine. JVR Bozak Marner has lost its magic. JVR Bozak Brown, give it a shot. Brown deserves the the upgrade. Marlo Kadri <gasps> Marner. Screw the idea of a shutdown line. I don't think it works. It certainly didn't against the Blues. And, and why do you have five hundred something goal Mar- Patrick Marlowe on a shutdown line? Yeah, and again, that doesn't make sense to me. Thirty goal score last year, Nazem Kadri. Mm-hmm. Who was on on pace early on in the season. Marlon and Kadri combined, I had, I want to say, almost 60 goals last year. And then you put them on a line with Marner. Ugh! That's amazing! And then your fourth line is Martin, Moore or Gauthier, Komarov. Which I don't hate. You go on one wing, you got Martin, and you go on the other wing, you got Komarov. Banging and crashing. I think that's more resembling of a fourth line. Maybe Leo gives you some better. I don't even give a shit if you lose Leo on uh, use Leo on the power play at that point because at least he's playing less overall. He'd be more and rested, he's, and he's think. more rested for you know he can be more of a pest in front on the power play. He can be more of a pest on the penalty kill. I just don't understand if the pro- if part of the process here is teaching the team how to defend. Why are you having your oldest line as your shutdown line? Why are you having one of your oldest forwards as your shut-down forward? And why don't you trust the younger guys with more of it? If if you... What, what's the whole... What's what's the sink-or-swim thing? You, you, you want to teach a kid how to swim, you throw him in the pool? Throw a couple of these players in the pool. Throw them in the fire. Throw okay. Travis Dermott so. in the pool. See... 
Throw him out there on a PK. Don't even tell him it's coming. Throw him out on a random PK in the second period after he didn't kill a single penalty in the first and see how he does. So you started know. this by saying you know that Babcock is smarter than you. Yeah. So No, Adam said that. <laughs> I just agreed. I did say that. I did say that, yeah. <laughs> So this scenario of your new lines, I'm sure he's thought of it. So why isn't he doing it, Jesse? Because there are reasons that what? he has that he knows that wouldn't work or that's not the way he wants to go right <gasps> now. But why? It doesn't matter if you know why. He knows why. Because <sighs> it's not like he didn't think of that. It's not like he doesn't know those guys exist and are on his team and can play on a certain line. It's just he's choosing not to do it for strategic reasons that we probably just don't know. I have a hot take wild theory. I'm into also it. Also, I have because... a JVR question after that. Oh, oh okay. JVR question first. Um, hot take wild conspiracy. Hashtag wild thoughts. Um, wow, wow, wow. Do you think JVR is focusing on goal scoring to make his contract in the offseason look a little bigger? Because when you're a 30 goal scorer or maybe even 35, you might be able to get a couple extra bucks. For sure. When you're on the free agent market. Yeah, but won't, wouldn't playing better. Help you score more goals? I think Probably it's not. numbers at that point. Probably not. Yeah. I, don't kid yourself, man. Do you think NHL <laughs> general managers who have to watch 82 games are looking at Leaf games much? You, how much you think they're not? How much do you think Yarmo Kekalainen or uh, who's a team that would sign JVR? I don't know. Anybody. Brian Burke, uh, uh, Peter Shirelli. How many, of these, how many of these guys are looking at Leaf games all the time? They're going to trust what their scouts say. Well, they and they're going to say, hey, we need game. goal scoring. What do you mean? Uh, we're the Edmonton Oilers. We got cap space. We, yeah, we, we, we need goal scoring. JVR thing. scored thirty four this season. You're like, Whoa. oh, and we have, <laughs> and he didn't even have Connor McDavid setting him up. Yeah. Wow, that sure would look great together. Let's go look at some tape of JVR, and all the tape of him is his, his him scoring. scoring goal, those are the ones you capture for the highlights, and you throw them in the. They're package. not going to throw bad stuff. You don't at know what you don't know. I don't want to believe your theory because. No, I don't. I don't want to believe that either. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Surely no, but he's never been this one dimensional. And maybe there's numbers that say, actually, Steve, he and looks the exact same as he's always looked. Maybe that's what they're asking him to and do. Maybe it's a little mm. bit of recency bias, and maybe that's what they're asking him to do. But maybe it's a little bit of recency bias because I watched that game against the Blues, and he did nothing. Nothing. I'm, try- I'm trying to remember of a of a single play. And if that w- if, if that is truly the only thing he can do, then... The then Bozak and Marner and whoever the two defenders who are on with them, uh, what they need to do is a better job of getting pucks on net. Mm-hmm. And Marner's got to not freeze every time he's got a shot. Take and the shot. Shoot it. Yeah, Mitch Marner needs to shoot. There are the so many times. Babcock did say one thing after the game that I totally agreed with. Shoot it. Shoot it. There was even one where Kadri's on the rush. I think he had Marlowe with him, and he made a pretty nice pass to Marlowe. Marlowe ended up getting a scoring chance off. I think Kadri still would have been better off shooting at himself. This is a pass-first team. Like, it is on every line. And that's always a problem. It's always a problem. Like, it's every line, there's, like, at least one player who does that a little too often. You know who does it a little too often? Sometimes, not necessarily of late, but sometimes, Zach Hyman. There are so many times where he's had the puck, and it's, like, in the slot. And I think he goes, okay, I got Matthews and Nylander with me. I got to give one of them the puck. And I've seen so many times him try to give the puck to Matthews and it gets intercepted or it's, you know, just stick check and he's not able to get a good shot off. Zach, you had a clear shot yourself. You're in the NHL. You don't suck. Shoot it. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe there will be a rebound, and you know Matthews is going to bury that. I would rather him do that. Um, the whole JVR <laughs> Bozak Marner line does that. Well, okay. The prob the big problem with that line is Marner's always the one with the puck. So, and and he's got two banging guys. Bozak has always been a good banging guy. If there's one thing he does particularly well in this league, besides shootouts, it's bang him in from in close, and JVR does that too. And win some faces. Marner should shoot more for that reason. Yeah. Should shoot more for that reason. Oh, God. I feel like I'm just yada, yada, yada. Would you like to hear my, my, my conspiracy theory? Not conspiracy theory, but I guess it is. Hot Let's take. All right. Warm this room. And th- I'm basing this off of a perception of how the Leafs built this current team. So go with me on this one. First off, get over Don't die. Steve is drinking water. We're good. We're good. You remember how to drink water? You good? I, you know, it's like setting up a microphone. <laughs> What's you up? You good? Yeah. You All right. bet. Never better. What did the Leafs do in Mike Babcock's first year? Sucked. Right. What did they do, though? That's the result. The result was they sucked. But what did they do? Uh, I don't know what you're going for. They gave a lot of ice time <laughs> to players that had trouble finding jobs. P.A. Parenteau, Michael Grabner, Brad Boyce. Um, uh, you know, I mean, they weren't you, able to sell off any of those guys, by the way. Daniel Winnick, which they did sell off. They were. Yeah. Um, Pollock. One interesting guy that they did sell off was Dion Phaneuf. Yes. And. It has been suggested that Dion Phaneuf was sold off at maybe a better, maybe sold as better than maybe Dion was. Oh, 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 thank God. Right? I thought you were going to be like, I've heard that the Leafs are going after Phaneuf. No, no, they're not going after Phaneuf. "Ah! Ah!" (laughs) No, but they gave Dion, from, from what people said at the time, some of the stuff I think, I believe I read in the Leafs Nation, some favorable minutes. Hmm. Now... I suggested this two episodes ago. Right. About Komarov. Well. And that's what I'm thinking too. I'm convinced too. See, but are Did you, you say talking that? about they yeah, gave. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said <laughs> Jesse gets full credit for this. Are you talking about they gave Phaneuf like easier minutes? I'm saying they're pumping the shit out of Komarov's minutes. Well, because they're they, certainly not giving them easier they minutes. They're giving them the him. hardest ones. Right? But Why? they're giving them lots of ones. Why? They couldn't be thinking of that. Why not? No, you think so? You got, you're going to lose three guys this offseason. You know what? Actually, ch- chances are they re-sign Bozak because who's going to play center otherwise? You know what? I'm listening to Harry Potter. I grew up loving Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and all the Disney movies. I like fairy tales. I like stories. I like a good yarn. I love it. And I just feel like I've had this thought. And it sounds like you've had this thought, and maybe even Jesse has had this well, thought. Jesse had the original thought. I'm sorry. I had yeah, the same remember thought. Remember I referenced Mindhunter? I'm, a, I'm about... I was like, this is my Mindhunter theory. Oh, your Mindhunter theory? You guys never seen Mindhunter? No, Netflix. I haven't. I guess the reference went over your head, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Which was, was, please explain. Explain, yes. Here, wait, no, I was in the okay. middle of a thing. Oh, okay, Steve sorry. was doing a thing. I love fairy tales. <laughs> I love magic. I want to believe. And I feel like a lot of Leafs Nation believes that at some point over the next six weeks or so... The Leafs are going to go, surprise, we were smart all along, and we traded Komarov and Bozak for 
John Tavares and Kasperi Kapanen is the captain now. And Andreas Janssen's up. And guess what? He's going to score 30 goals between the trade deadline and the uh, beginning of the playoffs. And then they're going to ride off into the sunset with the Stanley Cup. And Babcock's going to get the cup tattooed to his face. He's going to get a Stanley Cup teardrop tattooed to his face. And just be like... Kiss the rings, and that's that's how it's gonna go. Kiss the rings, team full of good players. This is like, what you think is gonna happen. There's a small part of me that wants to believe they're gonna go. Ha! It would, they're gonna tear off their shitty team mask and be like, surprise, we were a good team all along. And okay. I just don't. I have a very hard time believing that literally the best case scenario is going to happen. I think, I think it's time to start throwing Leo Komarov up on the trade bait board. On your, are, are you in your franchise mode? I'm, I'm in my franchise. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There might be something there. The we have seen this before. Hmm. And the best predictor of future is past behavior. And quite literally, no. we've seen this before. And it, it, to me... They're going to trade such a leader of the locker room? Think about that, though. Like, think about it. That's, I'm, I'm going for, from hockey culture. Leader, okay, leader, leader of the locker room? Well, now it's time for the new guys to take over. Wow. Leo's contract's up. Um, right you're not going to. Tra- you're probably not going to trade a centerman because you need your centerman going into the playoffs. You're probably not going to trade the guy who's going to score you 35 goals because you need goals going into the playoffs. What's expendable? What's a guy that you can replace? Andreas Johnson, Nikita Sashnikov, even Kasperi Kapanen. Not doesn't play the same role. If you're looking for the same role, Andreas Johnson's probably your best bet. Does Sashnikov exist? He's on the IR still, apparently. Yeah. All I'm saying. For what? All, can we just focus? Yeah, sure. All I'm saying is. It sure looks like he's expendable, and it sure looks like if you're part of a five-year plan that changes every day, Leo, Lou Lamorello's words, wouldn't you want to sell at least one of those guys off, get some sort of futures, and make room for somebody new? My God. Who's been playing, by the way, and I think it's Andreas Johnson, who's been playing extremely well. He has been playing extremely well. You know you have a monster there, or a little monster a there. Potential. Potential. Potential monster. And then... Then it solves the Connor Brown, Mitch Marner, who the hell has to sit on the fourth line line thing. But you know what's great about hanging on to Leo Komarov right now is that it's keeping guys like I, I don't want oh, you know what I'm not I'm gonna let me rephrase that. This is not keeping guys in line, but it is keeping guys fighting for spots in the lineup because guys who have been on the fourth line before William Nylander, Mitch Marner, Connor Brown are fighting like hell. Yeah, I feel like everyone like that's another one of the fantasies is one day they're just gonna be like release the Levo. Ah, and he's just going to come out of nowhere and 25 goals, 25 assists, ah, just out of nowhere. Like, no, I think he's just the healthy scratch prisoner that we've come to know and love. Like, I don't, I just have a hard time believing this. It was me, Austin. It was me all along moment is going to happen. I, I just, we, are we, I don't know. I, uh, Jesse, help me out. Help me out, Jesse. Help m- us out. Um, do you think the Leafs get a defenseman at the trade deadline? Yeah, you know, I think. That, no. <laughs> no. This is another thing. If Are they're truly going with the young guys here, mm. they, won't, they won't go and get a defenseman. Mm. The Leafs have, Very I good. think, enough NHL caliber mm. defensemen. It's just the... Maybe issue of quality and this whole sink or swim thing. Well, they scored not, not, one not all goal the young guys last are, night. Not all the young guys are uh, buoyant. 
They scored one yeah. goal last night. Oh, Freddie had a great game, man. Sub 40 of 42. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about St. Louis. I'm talking about the Leafs. The Leafs scored one goal oh, last scored night. scored one goal. Not scored upon, scored. Yeah. And that's my point is that, you know, the they defense more can't... more guys who can move the puck? Yeah, defense can't... No, well, no, I just... The defense can't, defense can't look great when you've only got one goal for them to work with. Oh, well... A, and then this a guy is a team can that can't the puck. score. A guy who can move the puck might help you. Borgman should never be sitting. I love Dermot and I want him in the lineup. Borgman should never be sitting. What no, the hell? He's he's been pretty great. Release the Borg mod. Release the Dermgman. When's the next game? Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. I Verso. want Borgman left, Dermot right. Let it ride. Verso. Verso no, uh Borgmot. No, as, the, as the third the Leafs. Oh, Philly, I think. Philly. That's where CJ's headed. Okay. If the Leafs win in Philly. Is is everything okay? No, I'll be happy. Er, uh-huh. how they win? How do they win? That's the important part. Eh, for me. we're still at the point in the season where I'm like, just get some points. Like they're not even at sixty yet, and they probably need at least ninety five. Like, yeah, you know, any team could. I'm right now. We're laughing at teams like Florida going, ah, oh, they're eleven points back. But like, you're a hot week away from going. Oh shit! <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah, but um. You're not. We're not concerned about their playoff spot. Well, I am like, getting no increasingly con- concerned, I'm concerned about them wasting it. their time in yeah. the playoffs. You know what I mean? Okay. Like they make it and suck. Like I don't want that. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. You know what's not good for pessimists when the thing they assume is going to happen happens. That's not good. Uh, they're just going to make the playoffs and not play that well and then play the Bruins in round one and get their teeth kicked in. Oh, look, it happened. And we didn't get a game seven heartbreak this time. Oh, I would have loved for that. We got swept. Cool. I just want to throw this out there. I am not suggesting that Leo Komarov goes for a defenseman. I am mostly suggesting he gets he gets sold for, for picks or something. No. Mm-hmm. The Leafs are not going to be sellers at this deadline. Surely not. Don't call me Shirley. Uh, fine. I I got to tell you, man. I I why not? Why the hell not? Imagine how badass that is. We sold and one sold and one, and Tampa almost made the playoffs last year after they sold. Right? They were doing great. So anyway, just make a picture of Leo Komarov and Rudy Gay high fiving. We will leave it at that. Kid Rock is playing the All Star oh. game. Kid Rock is playing the All-Star no, game. No, let's talk about the Leafs again. I am going to read you some of the reaction tweets. I reserve... I mean, I obviously know people are not happy about this, but my fir- the first tweet in response to the NHL announcing this was from Acting a Fooliman, and he said, Do you hate your own fans, or what is this exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got to see Fallout Boy in Columbus in 2015. I feel like that is upper echelon... NHL talent by the NHL standards. Fallout Boy's a big act. Who played last year? I'm trying to remember. No idea. The one in LA. I feel like they would have had a big one. Yeah, yeah. Can you look that up? It's or LA. Can you look oh, that up? I will look that up. At, at 50 underscore mission cap says, What? Were Limp Biscuit and Creed busy that day? Creed. <laughs> Some in response to him, why not Baja Man? <laughs> Who let the dogs I mean, out? That, that would have been good. Absolutely. And then they could have done something like something really cheeky with like the Coyotes mascot. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would have been hilarious. Now I saw a graphic floating around, and I actually went and looked this up too. And there are 
there are graphs out there and, and information out there of what it costs to hire certain bands. Oh, I was like, man, there's a graph for everything. So I went and looked this up. Fan reaction per 60 to Kid Rock. It's estimated that Kid Rock would cost you about 450 grand. So if you're, okay. let's say the NHL's got between 450 and 550 to spend, or four and five to spend, who could they get? You could get Rascal Flats. You could get Shakira. You could get... You could get Shakira for the same price as Kid Rock? Yep. Uh, Sorry, actually, but probably, she's like global, man. Probably less. The Killers for $500,000. Uh, you could get for... Um, God, for Alanis Morissette, friend of the show, 100, 100 to 150 <laughs> grand. Um... Now, this is an older one because it says Bruno Mars 200 to 400K, I which I. Last year. Who was it? Last year, if you guys remember. Nick Jonas sang. Oh, man. Do you remember that after the, in the first intermission? <gasps> oh, no. man. I don't remember the I performance. Do. You but know like, why? Nick Jonas is you like upper echelon. Because Jesse and I walked, <laughs> we walked into a, a meeting with our boss, Paul, who was, who was great, and said. <laughs> We said, did you see the Nick Jonas performance? And he's like, yeah. And we're like, Nick Jonas can't sing. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, he can't. We're like, no, Nick Jonas can't. Like, But in terms of like talent the NHL can book, Nick Jonas, was that's a big name. Yeah. 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 And so it was Kid Rock. <sighs> he's a no. big name. In what year? Right now. Kid Rock is huge. Still? Kid Rock sold out, um, I believe he sold out Comerica in Detroit. In Detroit. Like, that doesn't count. That's a baseball field. Yeah, but that's his... Holy shit, are you serious? They could have yeah. got Billy Ray Cyrus for 50 grand. Y- yeah. Yo, totally. I'll take Aki no, Breaking like, Heart over that. Anyone should be able to sell out their hometown. And if they can't, they stink. Kid Rock is about to go on an international tour. That's also true. No, he's not. He is. He's also... In Ukraine, are they like, I'm a cowboy, badass black? <laughs> He's going to play the Air Canada Center on February 16th. Yo. We should get tickets. That's fairly soon. That is fairly Dude, soon. Justin Timberlake is like going to be at the ACC at about a month later. <laughs> you mean not Kid Rock? <laughs> You're right. They could have had Tone That's Loke for 10 him. grand. Hmm? Tone Loke for 10 grand. Oh, I thought you said Post Malone. I thought you no. said Tove Lowe. No, not Tove Lowe. No. <laughs> no, no. You should have Post Malone at the game. Instead. Soldier Boy for 75k. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, well, they're not that desperate yet, but they got Kid Rock. I mean, eh. hey, so, how about this? Save all your money and don't have one. I don't know why you have to have somebody play in the All-Star game. It sounds, you know, part of what was probably Nick Jonas's problem is that the sound always sucks. Yeah, well, and and the mixing always sucks. I've been to an All-Star game and not a single person was like, hey, 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 everyone, Fallout Boys starting. Like... They probably I, get. Yeah. I don't mind them. I think they're good. I have one of their albums when, in in my youth, um, but what I don't understand why you need to drop half a million dollars on a what three song performance that no one's gonna really watch or give a shit about. The thing is, is it, I, I I see where you're going with this, and I think what's what what the real thing is here from a from an optics perspective is that if you're gonna have an act, you better have a big one. It better be. <sighs> Like the Super Bowl. Who do they got? Bruno Mars, Beyonce, Coldplay. Don't compare Justin. the NHL to the but if you're go- yeah. But if you're going to do it. Like it's laughable. But that's, that's not but a that's comparison. The point. It's laughable because they hire it's like sorry, the PGA Tour and the local no, mini putt. They're, like, they're, they're the secondary league. But they have the money. 
They know they have the money. Kid Rock is huge. I don't know why you're not giving him credit. Kid Rock is huge. He's huge. And I, I'm looking at his tour dates, and he's doing three nights in Oklahoma. At that the doesn't surprise me Choc- at all. Choctaw Grand Theater. He's doing three nights. At the what? <laughs> the, the Grand Theater. Let me see. <laughs> Choctaw. Where is this? Somebody from Oklahoma, oh, help I'm us out I'm going to go with Choctaw. <laughs> see? Yeah. Anyways. I that sounds you like some struggling. <laughs> and nope. he's playing the Bridgestone. He's playing the ACC. Mm-hmm. Toyota Center in Houston. The hey, man. I think we should give the NHL more credit for hiring a bigger act than we Who's thought. channel flipping? Who's just flipping through the channels and they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got Kid Rock That's here. my point. Middle America. Make it. Oh, fuck. He's right. Damn. Damn. He nailed it. There's a hockey team in Arizona. I still I want to say it's a Robin Williams joke. He goes, Jag has been on the air for a decade. Have you ever heard anyone go, hey, did you see Jag last night? It's true. <laughs> I'm not sure who watched <laughs> who that show. Who was keeping that alive? And that show lasted longer than most shows. Most of you are going, what's Jag? You probably saw commercials for it on Global when you were a kid. Never watched a single episode. Damn, you you just nailed it. So just so we can be clear here, what's the issue with Kid Rock? Is it the fact that he said some questionable things? Yeah, that and like, he's not a good enough, you know how some artists can survive like scandals? Because like they got that profile. It's just, it's too big to be stopped. And like, I don't know, I guess the scandal needs to be within reason. Mm-hmm. Right? He murdered someone. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe he should be done. <laughs> Not like, if you're OJ. Yeah. Like, Sorry. Kid Rocks. That was a bad joke. It's, yeah. Ba wit ba shouldn't be like legacy concrete. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ba wit ba ba? Ba wit ba 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 bang. That's the name of the song. The name of the song is Ba wit ba ba. Is it actually? Type it in. I don't want to do that. You should. I don't want to give him a Google hit. <laughs> Search results. And then like your Facebook and everything for the next month is going to be like, would you like a Kid Rock t-shirt? I get the <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Does my Kid Rock offend you? <laughs> uh, I, whatever, dude. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like people are like, I, I've never, I personally don't know. I'm not like a huge fan of Kid Rock's music, but I don't. And I know that he's like a hardcore Republican, but him being a hardcore Republican wouldn't stop me from listening. It wouldn't. But there seems to be a personal objection to him. And I'm just trying to figure out what that is. And there's I know that he like displays the Confederate flag. So that's an issue. It's just but beyond that, like people are like, oh, he's super racist. And I'm like, well, maybe the Confederate flag. Yeah, would point you in that direction. But he's yeah. beyond that. I don't I'm not really can't sure that be enough. That should be enough. You're right. Like, that can't enough. that be enough? That's enough. Yeah, I think that can be enough. There's certain artists where, you know, they've done things, and I'm like, God, but I really like that song. There's no Chris Kid Brown, Rock man. song. Yeah, I'm man, like... Man, he's great, great songs. Like, God. Yeah, but I have a hard time, and I go, ah, I'm going to turn it off. Because in my head, I'm like, it's Chris Brown. And I'm like, oh, shh. Ah, and I have a really hard time getting yeah, back okay, to that. Fair enough. Kid Rock has never written anything so amazing where I'm like, you know, turn it up. Never mind. <laughs> Turn up Ba with Baba. Turn up him just rapping Sweet Home Alabama, but about Michigan. I would rather watch those shitty oh, Michigan tourism videos. 
Come on down to Michigan. Tim Allen vo- voicing them? Is that Tim Allen Tim voicing Allen's, those Tim the Toolman Taylor, man. It's, it's, it's like they got the guy who voiced the commercials for Tweaks Coffee from South Park. Yeah. Come on down to Michigan. It's a simpler place here. We have, I don't know, fields and rivers that Kid Rock sang about in that song that was on the radio all the time. It is a little funny that a guy from Detroit would display the Confederate flag, you too. Catch a, you can catch a fish. Just a bit of, He's all American. Take a picture yeah, with yeah, your kid. Yeah, cause the, yeah, and the Confederate flag, the <laughs> antithesis of what America stands for. Can he, He's Canadian, all the rebel flag, the flag no, that literally split the country I, in half. No. I just don't think... I, don't think you guys get it. You know, Canadian asking a question here. What does all American mean? It means bald eagles, apple pies, motorcycles, <laughs> Ford trucks, freedom, freedom. What does that mean Except to you? Except if you want ha- to have an abortion or See, if you want to be. <laughs> no one's here and to now bring we're up. Now I know, I know, no bad, one's yeah. here to bring that up. You're we're right. here to talk about freedom. Kid Rock and freedom. Okay, well, listen. And loving America. To freedom <laughs> fries. To all the people that are offended that we don't like Kid Rock and you do. Hey. Listen, it's okay. Hey. Speak for how, yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. Just, I'm, you're right. How about this? I'm not going to put into words, or I can't put into words, the reason why hearing Kid Rock is performing at the All-Star Game made me make a face like someone just ripped a fart. I can't explain why it, it <laughs> made me a make point. a face like someone just ripped a fart, but the second I read that, I made a face that looked like someone ripped a fart. Yeah. That's it. I think you summed that up for me. I'm going to RT that. Fave and RT that. They should have won with Florida Georgia Line. That at least is accessible, okay? <laughs> They're not like yeah. Like, we're no Florida acts available. <laughs> just, Florida Georgia Line's perfect. They've got like pop music yeah. and country music, and they're listen. Was no one from Tampa available? <laughs> what about Florida? A lot of people were suggesting I, that. Oh, so, why didn't they go Florida? Yo, Florida would have done it. People <laughs> performed at a Walmart in Alaska. You're telling me he wasn't available to perform the NHL All Star Game? Roomba C. You're telling me he wasn't available? He had to have been available. Man, it would have been really cool if he'd like broken out Lil John too and they'd done the anthem. They should have like had Pitbull in the shootout competition. That'd be great. He would have done it! They should have had him. Corey Crawford could be up for the season with vertigo-like symptoms. Holy smokes, really? Out for the season. It's wow. going to the Chicago Sun-Times and a few other places too. Oh, I hadn't read that. When I wonder. Uh, this, this afternoon. T- this afternoon. Whoa. So, here's... This is just not Chicago season, right? We just call it what it is. Oh, no. <laughs> like, this is just... So this is not <laughs> Chicago season. Like, look. Are you, it's you, been Chicago's you, decade. You're, so, the, you're the cable provider in South Park. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You can't. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> like, oh, no. It's not Chicago just, season. Uh, sorry, are, are the Blackhawks struggling at him? Uh, well, they might without their starting goaltender, Steven. How how much are they struggling? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me just break that no, down like, for you. Look, it's that's horrible for Corey Crawford. Absolutely, obviously, obviously. <laughs> but the are we what we consider to be not the Blackhawk season is they're a middle of the pack still in the playoff Could sneak team. in. <laughs> Could probably three sneak points in. out of a spot right now. Oh no! <laughs> what are they gonna do? 
quick! Someone fetch me some clean linens and an outdoor game. Stats. We need to tend to the Blackhawks. We need to we need to get them a, a warm blanket and some cocoa and three outdoor games minimum. And they were able to turn Richard Ponick into Anthony Duclair. Yeah. Like, yes. This this has been a Blackhawks week, and we're already talking about it not being their season. It's not their season. How who many is who are the Blackhawks? Who is going to trade the Blackhawks? Their starting goalie for a fourth is a better question. How about we go there? Vegas. Mm. There it is. Mm. Jesse found and it. And then Vegas starts losing, and the Blackhawks take their spot. Holy mackerel! Jesse might have found it. You might have found it. I was wondering something. Who's got two goalies? Uh, Carter Hutton. Patrick Kane, currently sitting at 18 goals, 27 assists. Oh, he's on pace for another 30-goal season. 45 and 45. And Jonathan Taves, that rapscallion, Mm. he's sitting at 21 goals. Oh, no. Holy man. That doesn't make sense. What? Um, Why is it stats unavailable? What's Hockey DB. Hockey DB's messing up. You know what Wikipedia for this? No, I, I hit NHL.com. Hopefully it works. Just 14 leave. goals, 17 assists, 31 points. So the, the two boys are having an all right season. So it must be someone else letting him down. I think it's the coach. Wow, and they should fire him. He hasn't done uh, enough in his career. Yeah, a few people were upset because they couldn't find the video clip of Quenville freaking out on the bench, and I was upset because I couldn't find it either. When did he freak out? Um, when he was the assistant coach of the Avalanche and they won the Cup in 96. Oh, uh, the one you're referencing? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't find it either. So, okay, <laughs> whatever Rock'em Sock'em it was that year, I want to say Rock'em Sock'em 8, because I watched that, like, every day when I was a kid. That's the one with the crazy Stars versus Oilers first-round series, and Cujo oh. made all those ridiculous say Oh, so good. I'm pretty sure if you have Rock'em Sock'em 8, go to the part where the Avalanche win the Cup, you can see Quinville just coming undone in a way I've never seen a coach come undone. Over Christmas, yes. Did someone not tweet you that you were in a Rock'em Sock'em? Oh, and then well, that I was mentioned. I still haven't, in the I latest, haven't seen that. Yeah, I was about to say, did we ever solve that? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's crazy though. I guess sales aren't doing good because no one else has tweeted it. I mean, that or it wasn't true. It was they, basically okay. they just included the againless segment where Ron <gasps> goes, "Oh, Steve Dangle was talking about that," and Don goes, "Who?" <laughs> but that's crazy. You got into a if rock it's and in. If, if it's, it's in, if it's true, now I gotta go out and get it. <laughs> there you go. I just remind you of something. Speaking of the Blackhawks, you know, most of the time they make sound judgment calls, but I think we're ignoring. Oh, is Kid Rock performing at their <laughs> at their next outdoor game? Yes, uh, I think we're ignoring one of the worst trades in recent memory for the NHL. Huh? What's that? Artemi Panarin and Brandon Saad. That. Is not going well right now. So what are what are the stats for those two? Well, actually, what was the full trade? Uh, wasn't it straight up? No, no. There uh, there were other parts. Um, I want to say like Tyler Mott or something was included because I remember seeing like today or yesterday like oh the Blue Jackets have called yeah. Tyler Mott and I'm like wasn't he on the Blackhawks? And Mott and a sixth rounder to the Blackhawks for no to the sorry to Blue the Blue Jackets. Jackets the the Jackets or the the um. Hawks did get Anton Forsberg and a fifth round pick. Okay. And saw it. Um, now, mm. I have to say, Forsberg might save their bacon while Crawford's out. He might, because he was supposed to be one of those guys in, uh, have to. <laughs> in Columbus as well. Uh, and they needed to replace Scott Darling, who left. But oh, that's right. You know, Artemi Pernard has 38 points in 46 games. He looked great the last game I saw him. 
Brandon Saad, who had a rough start to the season. We all know that. No, he had he had a great start to a great the start. season. Oh, he's been rough since. He had like two hat tricks in the first week or something, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he fell off. Twenty three points this year. Yo, and that the thing is, is not that great. Brandon Saad's a a guy that produces at over just over half a point a game. Well, he's, he's a, a two way like, player. Two way player, but you know his career high, and he's done it twice with Columbus. By the way, fifty three points. It's more of a two way guy, but. Yeah, he's not. He's and, not doing and great. All of a sudden, the they need him to do both. The team's struggling to score goals, mm. and I, I just think that 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 might work out. Now, maybe Brennan saw yeah, it, but they just got to Claire. So, sure, but I, I still <laughs> think that was a bad. I think that was a bad trade. But they wanted to get the band back together. Imagine if if the Predators actually did what everyone said they did in the summer. Peck, well, not even the Predators. Pecorine, Pecorine. Drove the Hawks to madness. Nah, because what 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 did the Blackhawks have? Three goals in four games mm-hmm. before getting swept. Yeah, <laughs> he just drove them nuts, and they just made a bunch of moves. Kind of like what the Canucks and Leafs did after playing the Bruins consecutive or in a few seasons. The Bruins like ruined divisions. <laughs> the 2011 Bruins mm-hmm. are still one of the most fascinating teams to me over the last decade. In because people reacted to them. Oh, so hard. Like, and I wonder if Chicago reacted. It's like, oh my God, what went wrong? And apparently it came from Kane and Taze. That's who they wanted yeah. to have back. And nothing against Brandon Sod. But you can't tell me, you can't tell me that Artemi Panarin's not a, a top line winger. And you can't, tell me, that, and you can't tell me that Columbus. Brandon Sod is. A top line center. You mean... Well, yeah, that's that was another thing. So I've called him a center a bunch of times he's on the winger. show. Apparently he's a winger. I swear he used to be a center. They're both uh, left wingers. Look, Panarin looks better right now. Let's just call it what it is. And I, don't, I thought, but I always thought he did. Like, I, what, when did he not look better than Brandon Saad? That's my question. Mm. And I, I could be wrong about this, but every time I've seen Artemi Panarin played, and every time the Blackhawks came to town, if you had... Kane shut down, then he had to shut down Taze, and then he had to shut down Panarin. It was Panarin that was always the guy that was like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, Adam, but what about those four games? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. They they drove him completely not. Like, didn't Kane win a scoring title with Panarin on his wing? Yeah. Why would you trade that In guy? What first, about that makes you go, here's the problem. Panarin's first <laughs> year. His first year, he got 77 points. So what was the next year? 74 points. Oh! So I thought they were selling high or whatever. Or sorry, buying low or whatever. Selling low. Patrick Kane, three-time 30-goal scorer. Artemi Panarin, already a two-time 30-goal scorer. Already? Well, I mean, he's in the hall for sure. (laughs) He's coming up on it. I'm just saying, I think it was a bad trade. I thought it was a bad trade at the time. And I still think it's a bad trade. You you downgrade it. Here's here's what happens, though. This show is creepy. This show is cool. Oh, he's going to score ridiculously. Yeah, Dude. I know. I know. We I know ragged coming. on Brent Seabrook. He freaking scored a goal. That doesn't mean we Brent talked Seabrook's about, back. We talked about Rick Nash. He has like a highlight reel goal. We talked about yeah, like, I know. we could go through the I list. Know. We could go through the, the list. <sighs> I talked about hmm. the Bruins being a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> I, yeah, they're killing it. I have a contender for your worst trade. Oh, this in the last year? In the last year. Does it involve the Blackhawks? It involves the Blue Jackets. Oh. So, for the expansion draft, if you don't remember, the Blue Jackets were leaving a whole bunch of players exposed. And they uh, didn't want anybody to take them. 
Yeah. There are available lists included Josh Anderson, Matt Calvert, Sam Gagne, uh, Jack Johnson, Kyle Quincy, Corpusalo. And then they wanted Vegas to take someone like William Carlson, who currently has 23 goals and 14 <laughs> assists. That's unbelievable. Now, Unreal. The Blue Jackets wanted Vegas to take William Carl- Carlson, who again has 23 goals and 14 assists. So they paid Vegas to take this man. What did they In pay that payment, they sent David Clarkson. To Vegas, which is no, okay. That's, that's, that's a favor. Yeah. That's a favor. Plus a 2017 first round pick and a 2019 second round pick. <gasps> so that Vegas would take off, take William Carlson out of their system. There you go. That's my <laughs> wow. for and Dave, Clarkson. Last year. Dave Clarkson's a, a Las Vegas Golden Knight? Yeah. I didn't know so that. So was Mikhail Kerboski. Yeah. That I knew. <laughs> and Kuhlman, was he? No. No. No, who'd they take from Islanders? I can't remember. And and they took the Islanders first and second round. No, you know what too, it was? Uh, yeah. The, it was they took like some pending UFA. I want to say it was, uh, who's the goalie? Barubi? Yeah. I want to say they took him and Grabowski in exchange for like, that's That's like, highway robbery right there. You know what? I got to get on this Vegas article. You know what we need? No, no, no. <laughs> I got to get on you this. You know what your next article needs to be? What? The worst trades of 2017 so far. And the number the number one worst trade. No, no, twenty seventeen. Oh, you mean seventeen? Because you're 18. looking you're looking back at the entire calendar year of twenty seventeen. Oh, I see what you mean. And you go, I see. What, what are mean. the worst trades in twenty seventeen? Just the year. The, I the mean, it might as well year. just be a Vegas article. Well, no, <laughs> because I think the worst trade was probably Edmonton and the New York Islanders. Strong for Everly. There was a. I that was a pretty bad trade. There yeah. was. I feel like. Like what was the I'm point of that remember, trade? Trying to remember exactly who it was. It might have been the Islanders. There's a the Islanders are a team that their playoff berth is not guaranteed. And their first round pick is going to Vegas. What if the Islanders miss the playoffs? Yeah, a lot of team. Well, it anyone who doesn't miss or sorry, anyone who misses the playoffs lottery. is a lottery team. Mm-hmm. What if that's yeah, going to Edmonton, so man? What do you right get? Imagine Vegas wins their division and gets Dalene. I think they will anyway. They're pro- they have a lottery protected pick. No, it's not. Oh, it's, it's not, not lottery. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought not, they did. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah but we they still got how many cracks at it? How many first round picks does Vegas have this year? Actually, just go. Just tell me all of Vegas's first round picks Are for the sure next it's three not years. It's not. Yeah, we've uh, we've gone through that. Okay, sorry. I don't know why I thought that. Me neither. We all thought that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a report. And then uh, Elliot denied it. Oh, okay, maybe it was it. one of those things. That I got it. I got it. Was suggested. So apparently in 2018, they only have one first round pick. Mm-hmm. But next year, they've got three seconds, three thirds. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. In the next, uh, the next three years, they only have one first round oh, pick. Oh, you know what? I think it was for that draft. Because remember, yeah. they had like three picks in the first yeah. round. Okay, yeah. So that was it. Yeah. But they still got. <laughs> so. Oh boy. Yeah. This upcoming draft is light for them. Uh, a first, a second, no third. Pittsburgh's fourth. Their own and Carolina's fifth. Their own and the Leafs' sixth. And no seventh. The next year. That's Adam, be, take uh, it away. First round. They got one first round, three in the second round, three in the third round, one in the fourth, two in the fifth, one in the sixth, and one in the seventh. And then the next year, basically almost the same. First round, them. Second round, 
Three of them, <laughs> and then the rest of the rounds they have one. Which is, is that uh, good? So you were saying Sorry. the Islanders. The Islanders have two first round picks this year. Wow. <gasps> right. Okay. So I got confused. The yeah. Islanders. They so, traded. So what last the Islanders did actually was kind of clever. Yeah. So they. That is clever. Yeah, they got rid of their first to Vegas, basically saying, "Please take Grabowski off our hands." Yes. And they have two. They have uh, their own first and Calgary's first. And their own for uh, second and Calgary second in this upcoming draft because of the Hamannick deal and potentially Thank you. nailed it. And they do have Calgary's second round pick either this year or next. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's another one. If Calgary misses the playoffs, well, they're looking pretty good now. Uh, but there was a while where it wasn't looking as secure. Wait, if the Flames miss the playoffs in 2019, Islanders receive the 2019 second round pick. If they make the playoffs in uh, 2019, they get the 2020 second round. It's All conditional, right. but they eventually will get it. So I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the Islanders sent uh, Grabowski in a first and a second for so, 2019 to Vegas. Update, Senators still the only team boned. <laughs> still, unless they're not, and they win Darlene. Anyway, not Makes the call, not, yeah. No, no, who's getting, you know who's getting in? Edmonton. No. Edmonton. No! Why not? He's going to Edmonton. Cancel the... The league. It'd be a lot more fun if Edmonton Wait, gets him. So. If no. Edmonton gets him, that's the best. I want Edmonton to have everybody and still lose. Okay, easily <laughs> the most fun scenario. Yes, Jesse <laughs> nailed it. They win Darlene and they still suck. And then they trade Darlene for like, I don't know, friggin'. I'm trying to think of like an Adam Larson comparable. No. Cody no, CC. He's too old. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but then he's gonna be a cent anyway. No. No, um, no. If he ends up in Ottawa, is he therefore is he does he become Eric Carlson? Carlson? Get out of the studio. Carlson? Eric Carlson? You're the, fired. <laughs> You're banned. <laughs> the best dad joke tweet we've received recently is the James Van Riemsdyk van. Is it called the Van Van Riemsdyk? If, oh, his! If, if he buys a van, I forget who tweeted that at us, oh. but uh, you were all tagged in it. That's funny. I, Does he call it the Van Van Riemsdyk? I want the show to end. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people who just like it to end forever, just because of all the terrible dad we jokes we've made. No, no. I we feel can, like no. we, we can't, made we can't progress. Rob the world. No, of this. let's just shut it down. We made progress. We got one wrong on who wants to be a millionaire, and we're all the way back down to thirty-two grand. But thanks for playing anyway. <laughs> I, why? How is anybody supposed to get that reference? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is a fairly popular program, or at least it was. 20 years ago. Thank you. 20 I, years ago? I barely know what you're talking about, Are to you be serious? honest. Name all yeah. the wife lines. <laughs> you know what? It's because I watched... Ask an audience. Okay, that's one. Yeah, call, and, a, call a friend. Yes, and? 50-50. Yeah! <laughs> oh, way to go, Grandpa! <laughs> this, Good guess! This thing about going back, I had no idea you go back to the beginning if you get a question. I not, thought, not the beginning. There's like tears. I know this because I watched the clip recently of the guy who called his dad to tell him he was going to win the million. Okay. Have you not seen that clip? It was it was the super smart guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Okay. <laughs> yes, I It was difficult to get there. So not Chicago's year. Shut up. So not Chicago's year. That's what we got to. Somehow we got to all that yeah. starting out in Chicago. Yeah, I guess. Um, cool. Story came out today, and maybe we were all wrong about Shane Doan. Yeah, well, and and on. And I don't mean about Shane Doan's retirement, because it was time. But maybe it was about people said they handled it quite 
briskly. They handled it without class. Without what? Without class. I'm getting sick, so I don't have a voice to do it. Louis Domingue, who I will admit is not an not like, you know, he's not like your he's not Freddie Anderson. He's not oh, Andre Vasilevsky. That's so rude. Louis Domingue Andre Vesnilevsky did a story with Raw Charge. And Raw Charge is SB Nation's uh uh Tampa Bay Lightning uh affiliate. Affiliate. Right? Yes. Fair? Yes. Um so here's what he said. Talking about his situation in with the Coyotes before he ended up in Tampa. He said, they got Scott Wedgwood, and I didn't think anything of it. And by the way, Scott Wedgwood, goaltender. I thought it was just another move to get stronger at that position. Then I was on waivers, and then I'm Cy. This is where the story gets interesting because I got put on waivers. Didn't get claimed, and they didn't want to send me down to the AHL. They wanted me to keep, keep it home while they were trying to deal me somewhere, trying to find me a spot. For a good week and a half, I was left without ice or a gym or any support from the team. I was just home waiting for a call. They told me to rent my own ice, brackets, chuckles. I was there. I gave my old friend Shane Doan a call. He came out to the ice with me in an afternoon with his son. I rented ice at midnight just to shoot pucks and skate because I was tired of being at home. So that is horrible mm-hmm. and makes the Coyotes look like a bunch of complete asshats. And we have friends at Raw Charge, but uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the story has evolved. In fact, there was there were tweets in the last five minutes. And Louis Domingue himself responded. Yeah, and he's still responding. So we'll I'll start with Craig Morgan, who covers the Coyotes. Let me see on his profile for who. He's a columnist slash Coyotes writer for AZ Sports. He is Craig S. Morgan on Twitter if you want to follow him. Important piece of missing information here, Craig says. Louis Domingue declined an ECHL assignment from the Coyotes. The Coyotes have three AHL goalies in Miska, Hill, and Langhammer. Louis was offered a place to play while the Coyotes found him a new home. And then he said, okay, let's play that out. Those three goalies are part of their future. They wanted them developing with their best minor league team. Louis wasn't part of the future. Why send them to the ECHL? Why couldn't Louis go to the ECHL for, as you call it, a short time to stay in shape? Because their development staff is in Tucson. Practice time means as much as game time. So that's Craig Morgan. Uh, oh boy. Boy, there's a lot. So Louis said three hours ago, a lot of important uh, info missing here. Like, for example, the facts that in the same interview, I said how thankful I was to the Coyotes for giving me a chance to play in the NHL. Make sure you listen to the whole thing before basing your opinion on something. He responds to something else Craig said. Let's play this one out, Craig. Your employer fires you and offers you a gig at a local high school high school newspaper. I bet you jump on that. Jump on that? Question mark. Listen, guys, everything worked out in the end. The whole point of this was to talk about how I moved on from all that. Because he said in the interview he almost quit hockey. Yeah. And the last thing I'm going to say is I loved everything about Arizona. The fans were great to me. And it's too uh, bad, I think he meant to say. Things didn't work out. But at the end of the day, so grateful to have played there. Let's remember the good things 
and move on from the bad ones. Now, eight minutes ago, he tweeted a two-parter. I don't understand why people make this story as if I trashed the Coyotes. It's not about how I was treated at all. It's about how I had to challenge myself to get back on my feet. The only reason why I played or sorry, why I was in this situation in the first place was because of my poor play. Oh, that's pretty good. If you guys listen to the actual interview and not read the interview, you clearly see that I'm not trashing the Coyotes at all. Yes, it wasn't the best situation how it got handled, but at the end of the day, it's not about that, but only about overcoming difficult times. Two lightning emojis. Here's, here's my question. Why is telling the truth trashing the team? Maybe the team's actions were just trash and the truth trashes the team. Well, and I mean, he does trash himself for not being good. And I mean, if he was good, they would have played him. Sure. Um, But maybe, maybe instead of saying he trashed the team, because I don't, even in that original quote, there's nothing about that that's trashing them. He's mm -hmm. telling you what happened. And when he tells you what happened, listen to him. I feel, uh, I feel bad. For Louis, first of all, I feel really bad for Raw Charge because these blogs, particularly SB Nation, they have a lot of trouble with NHL teams getting access. I got to imagine this is going to be a big kick in the balls for their future access. Uh, I'd love to know how Louis going to receive them in the future, how Tampa's PR guy is going to handle them. I think I know their PR guy. I'm pretty sure it's Trevor Van Otzenberg who used to be the Marley's PR guy. I would love to know what the Coyotes think about this whole mess. And what I was thinking while reading that whole thing was, uh, you know, welcome to a bigger NHL market, Louis. <laughs> mm. Like, it's, it's, dude, stop tweeting. Stop tweeting about this. Stop tweeting about this. I'm sure you'll be asked tomorrow at practice or something or after the game or whatever. You can address it there. Uh, stop tweeting about it. Uh, you're fine. But, you, but is, is this his first like NHL crisis? Probably. <laughs> I never would have expected like, a Louis Domingue interview, period. I, I remember his first game, and it was against the Habs, and that was a big deal because I, I believe he's a francophone. I think he played in the queue, mm-hmm. and that was a big thing. And then you never really heard about Louis Domingue ever again, uh, you know, because he plays in Arizona, and that's mm-hmm. unfortunate. But then, you know, he's been in Tampa for five minutes. He does one interview. <laughs> okay, and, and this happens to him. It just—it seems like, but this regardless is of what happened or what he said, he's handling it poorly. But this is why. This is why we never get the truth from these guys. He told the truth, yes. and people say he trashed the team. Oh, so you're dumping on the reaction to it, yeah. not the story or what he said. Absolutely. Okay. So if he tells the truth, how is he trashing the team? He's, yeah, you can trash the team based on his truth. But that's what happened. Yeah. So why is that? You, yeah. yeah. He just said, listen, and, 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 and he did say, I wouldn't have been in that position if it wasn't for my terrible play, right? Or my poor play, whatever word he used. Well, but, he's, he said that long after the fact, though. But, and he, might have, the but he might have said that in the interview in the, as well. I haven't true. read I haven't, the full transcript. The no, point I'm, I'm trying to make is he's working on the video. He is telling the truth or his truth. Yeah. And that part of it doesn't make the Coyotes look good. Louis Domingue's job is to play goalie, not to make the Coyotes not look good. And Louis Domingue just told the truth, 
and the Coyotes don't look good. Don't tell me that he's trashing them. I don't think, listen, and the reason I instantly went to Shane Doan on this is because there's a history here. Well, and, and Shane, and Shane Doan, Doan has been pissed off at the Coyotes, even who's playing with them. Yeah. Well, and then he, he was the one taking shots on Domingue on the ice. And, this is my point. Yeah. Maybe where there's smoke, there's fire. And maybe Louis Domingue isn't trashing the organization. And God, you know Duclair what sucks? asked for a trade. He's gotta, yeah, he's got to come out and say, I'm so grateful, I'm so grateful, I'm so grateful. Fuck. Can we just say <laughs> it sucked? Let I him didn't say like a the, thing. Let him say a thing. I didn't like the way they treated me. Or he didn't even say that. He just said, this is what they did. They left me without ice. They left me without support. And and I wasn't part of the future plans. And I had to book my own ice. And, this, and let it be. You are the one who's making it. If you're believing that Louis Domingue trashed the Arizona, Arizona Coyotes, then you are the one who is taking it that way. He's telling a story. You're putting the narrative to it. Well, and this was to me a classic case of I'm uh, a story blowing up because people are bored at work. Oh yeah, because it's it like broke a three o'clock in the afternoon story. Yeah, I'm getting more and more um, interested in when stories break. Yeah, and this was good. broken at a very dead news time, kind of. It wasn't a very busy news day, really, in the oh, NHL. No, tomorrow's going to be a little bit more busy. Mm-hmm. There's a Leaf game, first of all. Uh, they're retiring. I mean, really, that's his number. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, with the Leafs, obviously. Yo, yeah. <laughs> no, and uh, I think the biggest story of the day was what UC Jokinen got claimed off waivers, mm-hmm. which now, I actually think was a good pickup. Yeah. Now this story comes out, and the Coyotes, who are just so easy to beat up on, the story. I think people. Is this an example? The Coyotes were wrong in the situation. So I'll, I'll bash the Coyotes based on his truth. Or maybe that's just the way it works, and people are not used to hearing that truth. <sighs> you know, I'm not even back up. You're right. Because yeah. I don't fault the Coyotes. Yeah. You're right. What are they doing that they didn't do to Alex Stalock a couple years ago? Or the Leafs, sorry. D- oh, Alex for Stalock. sure. We don't know the <laughs> inner workings of an NHL team. Maybe this goes on all the time. Yeah. And- Domingues, maybe. <laughs> maybe this is the unglamorous side of being a hockey exactly. player. Exactly. And yeah. also, oh, I mean, there's other story. Ben Scrivens uh, was telling me one time uh, he had a he had a terrible, terrible transition. I'm trying to remember from where. I want to say it was like Edmonton to Bakersfield when he got sent down, or maybe it was after the trade to Montreal. I'm I'm trying to remember, but he was just sitting in limbo doing nothing. Uh, oh, shoot, I'm trying to remember. It's rough for goalies. It's you know, it's nice when you can find a good situation, mm-hmm. right? Like the Leafs are very fortunate to always bring it back to the Leafs that they were able to find out home so quickly for Casimir Kaskiswell. Sent him to Chicago right away. Didn't have three guys sitting around. Great. Don't have three guys sitting around in the NHL. Don't have three guys sitting around in the AHL. Don't have to demote anyone to the ECHL. You found a nice situation. Doesn't always work out like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go, you know, you have no future here. Alex Daylock, go home. Mm-hmm. At least for him, it was the end of the season, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, but for even Domingue, you look it was at a not. guy like Frankie Corrado, you want to sit around for two seasons? Like, that's not fun. It that's sucks. just the reality of yeah, it, though. Exactly. Josh Levo. And yeah. he resigned. You know, he didn't have to resign. Mad Men was a, was a show of scenes and clips. That show dragged sometimes, but there's some no, really, didn't. really good quotes. No, every moment of Mad Men was perfect. Don't say that. Yeah, how dare I? Yes. You're right. There's still there's one that I think of all the time between who is it, Peggy, and who's John Hamm's character again? Don Draper. Don Draper. Thank you. I forgot. I haven't watched it in, in like five years. Um, 
she's moaning to him about she didn't get recognition for some kind of project that she worked on. And she goes, and you never say thank you. And John Hamm goes, that's what the money is for. And holy, he's scary. When he's angry, he's scary. You know, Frank Corrado or Louis Domingue or whoever you are. And hey, you don't, you, you don't pay attention to me. We pay you. I'm just a bench warmer. I'm just a, a healthy scratch every night eating popcorn. The popcorn is free and you make money to eat it. <laughs> like imagine, okay, so you got a guy like Frank Corrado on your team who I was cheering for every day mm -hmm. to get him in the lineup. But you know when he was out of town, the second he opened his freaking mouth, the second he You're opened his mouth, do I want, do I need this? Mm-hmm. Do I need this from a guy who's fringe on my roster in the first place? Who I pay. I pay this guy. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes, whenever, what, however NHLers get paid, I know it's not bi-weekly. Whatever it is. Oh, is it? I'm pretty sure it's bi-weekly during two the season. Weeks. During I know the season. that's how NBA players are Every paid. two yeah. weeks, yeah. you're going to the bank and doing this. It's probably direct deposit. You don't even have to do that. Oh, and no. I got to listen to you lip in the media? Get out of here! Conditional seventh. <laughs> like future consideration. Get out of here, we're conditional gonna, sixth. We're gonna trade you to the future two-time Stanley Cup winning champions. Yeah. <laughs> now I screw you, Frank Corrado. <laughs> I'm going on this rant. Louis Domingue didn't ask for this to my knowledge. I'm joking about Frank. No, by of, the course, of course, of course. Uh, so Louis Domingue didn't say this, but uh, there is part of me that feels bad for these players when you hear about them. You know, you can just picture it. You know him. You know, skulking on the ice at midnight like freaking Charlie Brown. Christmas time <laughs> is here. Oh uh, no, all I have to do is <laughs> practice hockey all day? Oh. 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 <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Uh, but whenever you want to get, like, outraged at two in the afternoon for whatever reason, uh, after reading a story like this, uh, step one, don't. <laughs> step two, like, take a moment to realize, like, I don't know. How wronged was he? Two things. Harsh realities of the NHL. Sometimes you find out about them because the NHL really doesn't want you to know how, mm -hmm. how harsh it can be. And they found him a home. Yeah, fair. fair. They found but, him a team. But the, the point I'm making is the NHL, it's not marketable to say, yeah, sometimes life's shitty. <laughs> like, it's just not, right? <laughs> well, but yeah. it is. Sometimes life's hope, shitty. You would hope one person doesn't cause another for life to be right, shitty. Right. But I think the point we're trying to make here is life is not shitty. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it can be in certain yeah, ways. Yeah. It can be, but, but what I'm relative saying, to them, it's shitty. Yeah, and, and yeah, okay, yeah, yes, you're right. In relative and, terms, it's shitty. But was he being wronged? I mean, man, I I think that is up to interpretation. The point mm. is, he's found himself a home, and I think that's what's lost in this. And mm. I think, and I agree with him in that. Mm. He the almost, Coyotes found him a home. Sure, Louis Domingue didn't go out and sign with but the he, Lightning. But they found him a home. And he took the took the ball and he ran with it and he's being successful and they're a great mm -hmm. team in the NHL. So the, the point I'm trying to make here is Louis Domingue didn't trash the Coyotes and maybe the Coyotes aren't terrible, no. but there's a little bit of smoke there. Shane yeah. Doan, yeah. Hansel, yeah. Duclair, and now Domingue. I would all Who's I would say Hansel's? Well, Hansel, they just like fired him out of town and Doan was pissed off about it. Remember that? Oh yeah. I, well, I and like obviously thought Doan was being unreasonable. They got a first yeah. But, but there's we smoke. also thought Doan was being unreasonable when it, it all oh. came out about how he retired. Fair yeah. enough. So maybe it's time we start, That my point is, maybe we start looking at them going, hmm, hmm, might be something there, maybe not. To, to go with my point, though, you think Steve Eiserman 
is going to enjoy this memo. I don't think Steve oh, Eisenman is going to care. My third goalie is making care. headlines. I don't awesome. think he's going to care. He's not going to care. He probably give him a. You sent him an email or something. You know, that's not even a passing thought. I, would Do you, you think even Steve Eisenman, like he just stares ahead for a minute, and then you just hear a voice email sent. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, he can just he has mind Siri. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. Mind Me Siri. send. <laughs> <laughs> you call it instead of Siri, it's Stevie. Yeah. Louis <laughs> Domingue at coyotes.com. It's an old one. It's, it's an, an old one. I, I, think, I think Adam's point is they're not the Patriots. This probably isn't the most strict run organization. There are probably many holes there in Arizona, yeah. and they're starting to come out, and the rips are starting to show. Yeah, I mean. And, and stop um, when you read those quotes. First off, when you're reading a quote that's this big from an article that's this big, <laughs> people can't see your hands who are okay. listening. Oh, when, it, uh, when you're reading a, a, I can picture it. a quoted article, <laughs> mm-hmm. a quote from an article, read the whole article. Yeah, You go, wow, that is a striking comment. I will need some context yeah. for that before reacting to it. And I know that's the internet thing. React first, then read later. Try to read first. Yeah, I feel like... And I, I say yeah. that having not fully read the whole article, but I, I know I deduced from I was, scanning it what it was all about. I was going to say never to do that. that. I was going to say never do that. Um... But, I mean, like, authors do it all the time. I've done it a couple times. It's mm-hmm. a little teaser. You're trying to get people to click the link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the onus is on don't react until you've clicked the link. Bingo. Love it. Anyway, cool. listen, guys, I just want to say, um, uh, I'm glad that we have currently spent more time on Louis Domingue now I, than I think we ever have before and may ever again. So I just want to take this moment... <laughs> Until enjoy, we hoist the cup. Enjoy our Louis Domingue moment. No, no, even then it would be about Kucherov and Stamkos and Hedman and Vasilevsky. And let's do the press conference. The presser. S-D-P. He's holding it back. The holding it back. Got the press conference. Uh. The Charlotte Checkers sold more than 7,000 hot dogs last night during their 3 nothing win over the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Holy crap, really? At today's home game, they'll sell zero. Did you know that oh, tonight the Charlotte Checkers will play a game in their arena with no fans? I did know that. Why? And I've only ever seen that in like pro sports in soccer. Mm-hmm. And it's usually when the fans burn half the building down. Actually, Why? the Charlotte Checkers did this last year as well. Uh, well, not last year. 2016 last oh. year. Uh huh. So, do you want to know the reason why? I know the reason why. I, want to hear I do. I want to know the reason. Plunging temperatures and a forecast of... Two to four inches of snow in the Charlotte area. Now, before we make fun, <laughs> pretty hard to get upset about a city that probably doesn't have a snowplow yeah. in it. Southerners, <laughs> I want you to message in, or people from, like, even the Midwest, I Are suppose. Are you from Charlotte? I want to see the pictures. I want people from Charlemagne. Oh, if you yeah, listen to the good. show. No, he's not from Charlotte, I know. Listen. Pictures uh, would be cool. Sorry? Pictures. pictures. Yeah, send me pictures from Charlotte. Well, yeah, send me pictures, first of all. But also, what is it like when it snows there? I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know. Because, like, we got that much snow a couple days ago. And I remember going, oh, that's easy. And I took, like, the 10 minutes it took to shovel. Because you're not even lifting. No. You're just pushing. It's it's hilarious. But, again, that's just life. And, like, our vehicles are built to withstand it. It's 
there's this meme that goes around like, oh, when it snows an inch in the south and it's a bunch of cars on fire. But what's amazing is the pictures in the meme change all the time because that happens every time it snows. I've, like they just don't know how to cope with it. We food. get four inches of snow like Regularly. three times a week in December. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Winnipeg yeah. gets it every day. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo gets it every hour. It's amazing. Um, Richland, Washington is where my uh, my family is. They're Richland, Washington. Is that as Washington West State. Coast? West Coast, okay. Washington State. Oh. Now it is a Northernish uh, state, right? It's 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 very very far north, but, but the West Coast is temperate. Exactly. Sorry. So you got Seattle. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Weatherman Steve. Is there precip- precipitation coming in, Stephen? I don't know. I thought I could learn uh, meteorology in seven or eight hours, mm-hmm. and it turns <laughs> and out now it's I'm actually upset. harder than that. Now, now, well, and feel bad. Shame, I shame, shame, shame. I um, have family in Washington. I have rich family in Richland, Washington. So <laughs> un- separate there. Unlike, <laughs> unlike Seattle, which is super rainy, Richland is a desert because it's on the other side of the mountains. And they once got an inch of snow there, and it shut the city down. And when I say shut the city down, I mean. Buses off, no no public no public buildings open, no school, businesses closed, and literally the the local news spent the entire day talking about how crazy the snow was and how everybody should stay home. The mayor said, "Yeah, everybody stay home, stay home," and that is because before Canadians go and get high and mighty, oh, we can drive in the snow and the Americans can't. Uh, yeah. It's because they don't regularly do it like we do. And they don't regularly need a snowplow like we yeah. do. Think of how you were the first time you drove in snow. Oh, I was yeah. real great. You know why? Because I'm Canadian. It's in my genetics. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, really? Is it? I don't think so. And you, I think winter tires are in your genetics. And you were probably driving a car with winter tires. They're driving Corvettes 365 days All a year. Everyone you know? has a Corvette. <laughs> everyone. Man, when I worked at the zoo, <laughs> everyone in America has a Corvette. <laughs> everyone, everyone, All the facts, the best Corvettes. <laughs> know the facts about Corvettes. Uh, when I worked at the zoo, if it got above like thirty-four, I think thirty-four Celsius is a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. If it got above that, people would not come. <laughs> they just didn't come. Damn. No, it's too hot. We can't handle it. Heat advisory, smog advisory, this advisory. When I went to Vegas, it was a hundred at midnight. <laughs> when like, I went, to, when I was in Dubai, different places, right? It was forty-six degrees, a hundred percent humidity. Celsius. Stop it. Yep. Humidity too. Thick <sighs> humidity. That's disgusting. You've never experienced heat like like this in your life. <laughs> it was. Yeah, Abu Dhabi one day got up over fifty, and it was it, it like it. Could just, you go outside for a few minutes? Wow! And that's the thing. Well, I was talking to. Uh, I, I took, of course, I go to. I go to Abu Dhabi. First thing I want to do tour a radio station. So they have a. They have a radio. <laughs> they have a Virgin out there. They have they? a Virgin Radio yeah, there. Yeah. So they we we went to one hundred four point four Virgin Radio, mm-hmm. and in Abu Dhabi because they have. Instead of you know we we do ours on the point one point three point five point seven. They have one two three four five six seven. Oh, okay. Right, because you can do that. That means nothing to anybody. Well, yeah. 104.4 is weird. Nobody has that here, nobody, right? I don't think anybody connected that. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> For all the nerds out there like me. Anyway, I'm talking to the guy, guys from uh, the afternoon, afternoon guys from Australia. This is when I was like 21. Of course he was. Yeah. Guy from LA, guy from Australia, Let's someone go else from China. Adventure. Anyway, yeah, sorry. this guy said, uh, he said, the problem with living here, he's like, it sounds great. He said, but today it's 47 degrees and he said nobody can be outside you can't do anything that guy's from australia and he's like it's a bit hot and he said basically you get 
uh, I think it was sinusitis from all the air conditioning. You get sinus oh, wow. issues because the, the air, fake con- air just blowing at you all day. All day. What wow. is sinusitis exactly? I don't know fully, but it's basically it's an it's an it's a pretty bad issue with your sinuses it's constantly like bonitis, being clogged. except for your sinuses. <laughs> Well, because like I've gotten like slight nosebleeds from like just breathing in uh, like heat. Yeah. Sinusitis, also known as a sinus infection, is an inflammatory uh, oh. response resulting in symptoms common are thick nasal mucus, plugged nose, and pain in the face. So a lot of he- a lot of people suffer from a lot of headaches from just Jesus. anyway. I didn't get it like that. craziness, right? Anyway, I so feel like you- that's kind of reverse Edmonton. Because when I was there, you couldn't go outside for more than a couple of minutes, else you would freeze. <laughs> Abu Dhabi is reverse Edmonton. Both yeah. oil economies makes sense. So yeah, but go. the locals are fine. No, not when it was minus. I don't 46. think Edmontonians are are like <laughs> no. Okay, well they got to step up their game to the people from Saskatchewan because we I was dying and five joggers ran by. <laughs> Morning. It was <laughs> minus funny. thirty. Go like, Rough Riders. Yeah. <laughs> Riders. riders. They don't even say hi. They say riders. Yeah, that's their hi. <laughs> and, and I'm just dying. Dying. I still, I have told the story a bunch of times, but there was a guy riding his bike past me in, I want to say Regina, like sweatpants and running shoes the guy's wearing. And I go, uh, it's a little, a little cold to be doing that, don't you think? And he goes, oh, man, should have seen the other day. It was minus 50. I couldn't go anywhere because my gears froze up. And I realized the only reason that man didn't go out that day is because his gears froze up. His bike failed before he did. Canadians also have this thing. We got a little bit of small. Yeah, we got a small man complex going on. Mm. No Canadian wants to admit that it's cold. And I think that's stupid. I'll fully admit when it's cold and when I'm cold. But what I found out is that in other places, that makes you seem like less of a man. Everyone, You are not or less of a Canadian. It's almost like you're anti-patriot if you say you're cold. And I'm like... You guys are all faking it. I know you, all you motherfuckers are cold. Sorry. Everyone's got one friend from Winnipeg who waits in line for the club in a bubble vest. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. I'm from Winnipeg. From Winnipeg. Man, you don't know. You don't know. Where I'm from, it's on average uh, like eight degrees colder. And, and then and in the summer. you might not think that's significant, and it's not, but it is. And in the summer, it's eight degrees hotter because Winnipeg crazy like that. There's like an 80 degree difference winter to summer there. Wow. Minus 40 plus 40. It's always the same. They have, in Winnipeg, they have to drive through the city at night, apparently, with these <laughs> mis- anti-mosquito um, trucks. So what they do is they just shoot <laughs> off plumes of smoke into the air that kill all the mosquitoes. Oh, that wow. seems bad. I'm not sure if they still do it, but from my friends in White Radio that went to boot, that were from Winnipeg. I hope there's listeners in Scandinavia right now going, we don't care. <laughs> don't care. I don't, um, what, what country is that? You can't tell. I just said a region. I have to say. People do like to complain about the cold, and it's kind of annoying. Because it's not that cold all the time. No, it's not. Here. You know? You can go outside, and it's not that cold. Or how about this? Uh, winter's cold. Spring is less cold. Temperate. Turning into hot. Summer's hot. Fall is hot going into cold. Thank you. The circle. Uh, about a dozen people. About a dozen people will run the game as if they're actually fans in attendance. Uh, Black, who's the COO, for your first name. Um, uh, oh, this is the Charlotte and, game. Ah, uh, right, uh, what we were Tara talking Black, about. nevertheless. Tara Black, the COO, said, uh, we sent everybody home. So our immediate staff, all of our executives ran the game. We had the game officials because they were in town. We had special, a few special off-ice officials. We had everybody we needed to run a game, and nobody we didn't. So that's kind of the experience. It's kind of cool. 
Um, first question. It'd be weird to go to a game with no people, but I guess you wouldn't be there because then there would be people. Yeah, you're either running the game or you're mm. not there. Uh, this is our most upvoted question. It's from Ready Edgemont. Six upvotes. And I am ready. Wow. Consider me Edgemont because I'm ready. For, this is for Adam and Steve. What's more likely to come October 2018? One, Brent Seabrook in an Oilers jersey. <laughs> Two, Brent Seabrook in a Canucks jersey. Three, mm. Brent Seabrook Brent Seabrook allergic to jerseys. Longtime listener from Chicago. Keep up the great works oh, and go Hawks. Oh, Mary in the host. Took me a sec. Ooh. That's a really good question. <laughs> can we just can we forget the answer? Like, but that, it's important that that question was Darn. asked. Um, by the way, Oilers. For sure, Oilers. I think. For sure, Oilers. I think this is a year away. I think this is a year away from getting solved. I think Seabrook stays a Blackhawk next season. And then we'll go to the Oilers. <laughs> For sure. Sorry, can he I... He doesn't get allergic. He will not get allergic. <laughs> that is so dark. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so mean. So, wow. Um, I, uh, I, I've heard some... Apparently there are rumors in Vancouver. I have not heard them anywhere else. And I don't know what the Vancouver media scene is like, so I can't really comment on it. It seems what, wacky. It is a bit wacky. The entire media scene is Andrew Walker yelling about things. <laughs> Boy, he's got, <laughs> gone there and, and quickly become the center of all the irate sports blogs. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I think he walks into bookstores <laughs> and it's like staff picks. And he's like, well, now I know where the worst books are. <laughs> <laughs> and he yells it as loud as he can. <laughs> yeah. It, th- thanks for uh, telling me the specials. I don't need to hear uh, what food is the worst here yeah. in this restaurant. <laughs> I'll have the hot dog. <laughs> Andrew's the best. The <laughs> so great. I love the hot dog. Just You're not going to pull one over on me. I'm Andrew Walker. Watching my good my good friend Andrew react to all this stuff has been amazing. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, but what I love is the fact that all of a sudden, Ken Holland is going to run the Canucks next year. Mm-hmm. What? Have, have you heard that? No. It was in 31 Thoughts. Oh. But that was the thing. It was like, it wasn't Elliot reporting it. It was Elliot saying, there are rumors out of Vancouver that and people are reporting it there. Uh-huh. So he wasn't taking ownership of that. But what I found interesting about it was that we hadn't heard anything about it. You would think that'd be bigger news. Well, it's like someone uh, sent me one recently like the uh, Good Branson to the Leafs rumor, Good Branson for Nielsen in a third. That was the and that I'm was like, out of the Vancouver papers. Yeah, Nothing I was like, tra- how did that not make its way here? Like, how did that take time? To it's Leaf related news. Shouldn't it have traveled here at light speed? I think because nobody believes it. Hmm. Like nobody I mean, on the media wacky. side here is going to be like, yeah, the Leafs seem like a Good Branson team. It's a wacky rumor. It is. Hmm. It it is a wacky rumor. Anyway. Ken Holland with the Canucks. That would involve the Canucks firing Bim Jenning. That'd be a sad day. I don't know if I'll ever fire Jim uh, Bim Jenning. I had to correct myself from the correction. Yeah. Yeah. Any other questions, Jesse? Nah, not really. Uh, Zaitsev's two weeks away. Who said that? And finally, Babcock? we can take the Polak stuff away. Mr. Uh, Darren Dreger of the oh. I Suck Network <laughs> said uh, Zaitsev is expected to have walking boot removed early next week. He'll be back on the Leafs. Uh, within two weeks. The totally silly network. Man, he's still in a walking boot? Yeah. Not so Seems long. like further than a week away, but okay. Uh, Jason Spezza was a healthy scratch Monday. Scored, Before scoring. Scored two goals on Tuesday. <laughs> mm. Why do I keep dying? Shut up, Steve. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> no, it's like a, no. Temperate climate. <laughs> Temperate. Temperate. Anything else? No? Uh, the microphone should just work. That's it. Okay. Well, we're going to leave it at that. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I may not be here for the second podcast next week. I'm just warning you. Not that any anybody cares all that much, but... Uh, well, I, who are you, me? I got this wedding not coming up. Not that anyone gives a shit. Well, no, but I just, uh, <laughs> like, you know, Steve and Jesse will still be here, but I may be taking off because of the wedding. Ten yeah. days today. Ten days today. Again, Craziness. You, so it's just the second one next week or both? Probably the second one. The first one I'll be around for. You sure? Yeah. I just don't want to, like, see you. It's okay, man. We can no, talk okay. about this off mic. I'm no, just throwing it out there. Okay. Okay. We can talk about this off mic. Uh, but See, we, we don't need to do this. Yeah, we don't need <laughs> Temper climate. <laughs> um, but, but we love you guys. Thank you much for listening. Uh, oh. And Jesse's got something. The Van Van Riemsdyk tweet was from Mikey Laz1 on Twitter. I found this screenshot. Thanks, man. If you got to dodge, it'd be you a caravan. If you got to dodge, it'd be no, a caravan right. Riemsdyk. Dodge Caravan. I, uh... <laughs> Is it tempered on the left? <laughs> I thought that was how we were going to end the show! Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle at Adam W-Y-L-D-E and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.